I had this thing set up. Bam, we're live. I had this thing set up to go live at five. And then uh, I went to out to lunch today and it just kept going and going and going. And then uh, I got an invite to come out to the ranch. And then I was like, well, I can't say no to that. And then I had to come home and work out before the show so that I'd be in my A game. Guys, I am so sorry. Soccer mom, Hector, Fergie, Bruce, Travis, Jeremy, Bruce Wayne. Thanks for texting me. The rest of you jackasses who have my number didn't even use it. Jeffrey Birchfield, Vindicate, where you can get your shirt. Uh, Was that the reason why you worked out, or did you have a little uh, white monster cane with some Tito's and you felt a little guilty about it? Oh, well, all of that. I always work out before the show, but I was saucy. I, I had a, actually, I had two. Um, Skinny margaritas at lunch. But it's nothing that the assault bike can't fix. Nothing the assault bike at cadence. Oh, this is my favorite kind of Taylor. We can't even hear. I can't hear Taylor. Can you? No. Awesome. My favorite. So, (laughs) guys. Can you hear um, me now? I can hear you now. And and most importantly, I apologize to the all-consummate professional, uh, J.R. Howell, and Taylor Self. Uh, this is our, is this the second programming show? No, we've had several. We have? Good memory, Sevy. Good memory. Um, nice guns, JR, soccer mom. Uh, did your wife beat you for being late this morning, Sevon? Uh, fuck, I forgot about that. The podcast this morning ran late and I was like two minutes late to my kid's soccer private class. Everything kind of, it's been a tough, you know what the thing is, is Matt Sousa is getting married today. Oh, that's right. Congrats, Sousa. He t- we were texting about that. That's his crazy. Wedding, his wedding's probably going on right now. He's probably fucked up. I went to his uh I went to like the 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 party last night and I met all his like family and friends from the gym and friends from high school. And this one dude, Carlos Mendoza, he's probably like six two, two forty five. Yeah, and he's he just like big. He's like, yeah. And he looks like Carlos Mendoza, like out of a fucking movie. And he's like you going, you going to the wedding? I'm like, no. He's like, oh, no, come on. And he steps a close, a foot closer to me. He's like, you going to the wedding? I'm like, totally. I'm just, of course. <laughs> oh, no. Come on. That's funny. Man. Uh, did, did either of you guys, are any of you guys watching the ADCC Abu Dhabi Combat Club Championships that's going on in Las Vegas now? No. Negative. Okay. All right, fine. That's good. Well, then we could probably stay on track for this show. A couple shows ago, I don't know when it was, but we were talking and the Madrid show came up. I don't remember if I was on with Brian or whatnot. And I started freaking out uh, about the torque tank being the last implement in the last workout of something that we're supposed to consider a competition or a sport. It seems like it doesn't make it competition or sport. And, um, JR and or Taylor, I can't remember. One of them texted me or called me and said, Hey, dipshit, that's why we do programming shows. Why isn't this one scheduled? Or we should have done this a long time ago. And then we scheduled it. And I, and, and sounds I, like something Taylor would say. I um, pushed them aside for Brian. That's what and, you said. And, uh, and here we are. And I am actually crazy, crazy excited about it. Uh, before we dig in there, there's some things uh, that um, Taylor brought up to me this morning that I think we really need to talk about before we get into critiquing the programming. And we need to find out uh, what was the purpose. I think JR was saying we need to define some things. Sorry, Taylor. So we need to define some things. What was some purpose of the show of the event? So it clearly wasn't to go to the CrossFit Games. 
that's to credit JR. JR JR brought that idea to me to, you know, super, super important. Yeah, super important we don't conflate that. It's whoever puts on this event, it's their private <clears throat> event. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Um, it's it's for all we know that they don't even care about competition or or the sport or the games. It's just they they just like watching people work out or they just like making money or they just like throwing parties, whatever the reason. So I apologize for the times when we project stuff onto them. And we're, we're kind of aware we're doing that. We're going to try not to do it. But sometimes we're going to make some presuppositions that this was supposed to be a sport. This was supposed to be a competition. It was supposed to be for athletes at the highest level. Yeah, I mean, when you have games athletes in the field that just competed, you can say that you're programming to work out for the best and the best happen to be people that finished in the top 10 or 15 at the games. And, um, and we know that these are um, – we need to take into consideration uh, the venue. In what way? The, the, the limitations or what creativity the venue offers. Um, yeah, but that venue offers massive amounts of creativity. Okay. And and I think very narrow limitations. Yeah, but I think to like Sevon's point, like if they, <clears throat> if they wanted to use sleds, well, do they have a turf they could use sleds on? Do they have and do they have a pool? Like you can only program swimming if you have access to a certain venue. So, yeah. <clears throat> and, and, and how 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 many uh, how long has this event been going on? Hmm, no idea. Maybe. Years, I think. I'm not sure how long it's been a, a licensed CrossFit competition. Oh, it is licensed. Yeah. And, and, and what does that mean? Well, that that's a good question. Uh, me and Jr. were talking about it. I don't know what that means. I know to be a semifinal, you got to pay a big old paycheck. To be a licensed CrossFit event, I'm not. I'm not really sure what that takes or how much money that takes. What was the event where someone got injured? Oh, it, the Scott um, semifinal, the Syndicate. Scott Panchik incident, right? Yeah. And because that was a CrossFit <clears throat> sanctioned event, that one also happened in the semifinals. There was there was a um, there's like an athlete liaison there though, right? And when we can kind Becky of assume Marsh. That, Becky Marsh. And do we know if this Madrid um, event had that also? I doubt it. For some reason, I think they would send someone out there for the safety if they're allowing the CrossFit name on it. Hmm. Okay, worth noting. Maybe yeah, someone. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure they they require that you take certain precautionary measures, that you have a certain amount of medical professionals on site and at the ready, like that kind of thing. I'm sure that they they definitely keep a close close count on. And and when we say this is HWPO, Hard Work Pays Off Programming, the company that is owned by uh, the Frasers and the CEO is Mr. the great Mr. Matt O'Keefe. Is, is Matt the CEO? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, do, we, do we assume that then Matt programmed it or? Uh, I don't think we can assume that he programmed it. 100% alone. We can assume that he had input from the event organizers for sure. And we're from what we've been told by people there and by people close to the competition that they were given pretty strict parameters to work around. And we can get into that, but we can assume that it was him or part of his team, part of his other coaches, stuff like that. No, a very astute observation, Travis. I'm going to apologize. No, his mic turn his mic around. His, his mic is yeah yeah yeah. I think the blue dot has to be facing you. But to to just wait, wait hold on. We're good. We're good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I, I think when uh when they when they talked about professional um, media 
uh, one of the criteria was um, uh, production Mike. quality. Mike, I'm, I'm not that. Yeah. With just a simple turn of the mic, we are now at. Um, <laughs> We're now at professional professional level. level. You can't sit on a Bosu ball either. And when I fart on this thing, it makes the weirdest sound. <laughs> Great. Um, it, but but I did see Matt O'Keefe doing an interview with. I can't remember if I saw it. No, I'm sorry. I saw Matt Fraser doing an interview with Lauren Khalil, and. It was, it would be, I don't think it's any stretch of the imagination. It was near explicit that he did all the programming himself. And then, really? and then Matt O'Keefe in an interview with the morning chalk up um, that di didn't seem grounded in reality. I don't know if it would be the writer's fault or Matt's fault or whose fault, but um, uh, Matt, Matt O'Keefe also insinuated I think more than insinuated that that Fraser did do all the programming. That this for, is from the for Madrid or for Canada West games. For Madrid. Okay. This was this was for Madrid. Lauren Khalil interviewed him too. Or, or no, no, it was, it was some Pat Patrick Assbasket or something from the morning chalk up and and the the which makes me think that this programming did come from the mind of the fittest man to ever most winningest, most accomplished fucking beast ever to to perform at the CrossFit Games. Five time champion Matt Fraser. Yeah, and I would love to know if what he submitted was what was actually put in, put on display. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Meaning, well, I mean, like they pulled, like they pulled it, uh, a, um, like changing, like the sh taking the shuttle run out of the open. Like, uh, uh, no, maybe maybe along the lines of, hey man, we've got five hundred teams, we've got sixty to eighty individuals in the elite division. You know that like twenty minute workout that you wanted to do. We're we're gonna have to trim that one back a little bit. Oh, okay. Hey, you know, you know, when I said that we had seven event sponsors for workouts, well, now we have eight. So now that one that's seven, you gotta turn into two workouts. Okay, sure. Like and this is speculation, but it's it's an educated guess, I think, on Jr's part. Um, I mean, it's it's you know one of the things we want to do before we dive into <clears throat> monostructural weightlifting gymnastics and hinge movements and push movements and all that stuff is to talk about what, what's the goal of these competitions. And I would love to open up dialogue with the programmers and the event organizers to explain some of that stuff. That's something the community has wanted for mm -hmm. years coming from yep. the CrossFit games, Wadapalooza, Rogue, all these competitions that everyone loves to consume why don't you come on and say, hey, no, the reason why we put that movement in it is for this reason. Yep. Hey, we don't care about having a test over 15 minutes because I didn't want to do it. That's why I didn't do it. And I would love for people to hear it come from those individuals. So there is no speculation and say, hey, listen, like the days just got too long. So we had to shorten some workouts or, hey, these sponsors pay this amount of money to have their products in the competition. So if that means we have to use parallettes that are six inches and four inches off the ground, instead of using full length parallettes, people want to know that because hmm. people are wondering why so many parallel handstand pushups at a short deficit. Why not just half the number of repetitions and use full size parallel? Is that what they use for the deficit? Yeah, they were, they were okay. like miniature mini parallettes. Right. When you say the goal, can you give me an example? Cause well, uh, we, yeah, I got a list oh, right here. Let, let me just let me just say this real quick before you get that list because the goal could be 
to find the fittest. The goal could be to get it done in, in three days. The goal could be to find something um, that's uh, a workout like uh, what Adrian had to do at the games that everyone can do with a, um, a uh, everyone can do, right? What what workout was that? Was that the swim or what did the, what was the swim event? Swim ski, swim ski, swim swim ski. So, the, I mean, what what do you mean by goal? Because if someone could give you a really broad goal, the goal is to, to pick the fittest person to go to the games, and like it kind of gives us nothing, right? Well, what's the point? You know, kind of that that question is what is the point of running a semifinal level event? And when you just say semifinal level, you think of you have athletes there who could be the fittest on earth. Um, generally the field is a, is an elite caliber of athlete. It's not 15 workouts like the CrossFit games, but it's also not a single day event. It's like six to eight workouts across a few days. Um, well, the why, only thing you need to do to put point? on a semi semifinal quality event is that's determined by prize money, isn't it? Well, yeah, see, that's the thing. And, and I think that's a really, really good talking point because a lot of these athletes sign up for the competition based on the cloud of the competition or based on the potential earnings of the competition. They don't care if there's five hinging movements. I mean, they may care after they've won the money. I think a lot of athletes, they're, they're going to sign up for where they think they're going to make the most money. They're not going to say, well, let me wait and see if I, if these workouts are a, a, a broad test of fitness, they're just going to assume that those people are doing their jobs. I, I, I agree in part. I do think a lot of athletes, I would say probably more of a vast majority of athletes look at, can I get meaningful experience at this competition? Is this going to sharpen me for the game season? Uh, am I going to learn some things or is this event fucking dumb? I think that's, Lazar was going there for one reason and that's to party and win 30 grand. I, I guess, I guess yeah, travel, for sure, travel domain were easy and there was nobody there to fucking touch him. <laughs> I, I guess travel, travel distance um, also, uh, plays a big role in that too, right? If you're near the no, cross, Travis uh, Mayer went to Spain. But but what I'm saying is, is if there was, well, he he may have been paid to go. But um, what I'm saying is, is if you're if you're a high level athlete and you're near the crash crucible and the first prize place is only five hundred dollars, you still may go to it knowing that you can sleep in your own bed. For five hundred, I don't know. I think it's no, uh, really. Yeah, no. Then that then that kind of undermines what Taylor was saying that um, people go for the experience for the for the competition experience and to know that I mean, why do you think Travis went? I I would say it's um, almost a month out of your training because you taper for about a week, you compete, and then you recover for about a week. And you can only do that so many times in a season. So you've got to pick and choose certain competitions to do. And I think what usually draws athletes to that is, is the field going to be a competitive field field that I can learn and get better from? Usually, usually that's synonymous with prize money. And then maybe secondarily, you think about the programming rogue, for instance, you know, a rogue competition when you see it programmed, you're probably not going to see a marathon row at rogue or a 10K row for time at Rogue. But you might see, put on a ruck, row, do some burpee get-overs, climb a rope, run up a hill. It has a certain feel. It has a certain aura. When you go to Wadapalooza, you know you're going to be under the lights that you're probably going to swim. You you know these things about these big competitions. So Madrid, is this is the first time we have HWPO programming it. Is this what we can expect moving forward? This style, this... um 
variance in movements, um, lots of different odd objects, not very barbell centric workouts that are a little on the short side, or is that just a product of the organizer saying, no, this is what you can do and you need to give us workouts because that's what we paid you for. And, and, and the event director and the program are often different people. Often. Always. Sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, what were you rolling your eyes at, uh, uh, Taylor? Were you rolling your eyes at JR or something you saw in the comments? Uh, not something I saw in the comments. I wasn't necessarily a JR, but I, but I, I kind of want to just dig into this. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, so, so then let me ask you this then. What do you, th- what do you think the purpose of the CrossFit Madrid, uh, championships, is it called championships? CrossFit yeah, Madrid, Madrid CrossFit, CrossFit championship. championship. What do you think the purpose of that is? I think the purpose of that event is to showcase athletes to offer, offer opportunities within the sport and to grow the sport. I think that's why the divisions are freaking huge. I think in line with that to make money and to grow their brand. Um, if all they care about is offering opportunities for the best within the sport, they're not going to have 80 people deep in the elite field. Um, but they want to make some money and registrations bring in a lot of money for events like that, especially when you've got that number of people competing. That's a ton of money. Um, and then maybe, I think they're trying to take over as like the biggest, we have the most athletes. We have the most division. It seems like they're trying to take over like something like a Wadapalooza. The for Europe, for of Europe Spain. or worldwide, yeah, the Granite worldwide. Games of Spain, maybe or Wadapalooza oh. is a good a good example. The, the Granite Games of old had a massive community divisions and was pretty pretty huge. Um, I to be honest, I think to find the fittest is probably. I mean, I'm sure they're thinking of that, but I think it's like a haphazard. Like, ah, oh, we just as long as we do CrossFit workouts, we're going to find the fittest. I don't think there was as much thought put into that as the amount of work goes into growing your brand, making money, um, you know, they're not worried about if someone wins the CrossFit games and we all know it's not the fittest person, uh, they're not worried about the wrong person winning their event. Wow. That's interesting. That's that burden only falls on the CrossFit games. I don't think, I I don't think that, I don't think that happens a lot though. I think, I I don't think think it happens a lot either, but the burden's not on them. Well, well, it doesn't happen a lot because, and this is an example of why CrossFit is so potent, but it's really hard to fuck CrossFit up. But look at this. Travis Mayer took fifth place. The fittest person there was Lazar Jukic, and he won. But if Travis would have won, no one would be flipping out. No, I don't think so. No. Where, where do I go to a uh, leaderboard? Look at this leaderboard. And that's what I mean. But that's there are what I some mean. nobodies on the leaderboard. But but that's what I mean. If, if if the wrong person wins at the games, everyone would know and everyone would be flipping out. Yeah, and you're right. And not a lot of people are going to care about this because this is the Madrid CrossFit Championship and they're not crowning their athlete the fittest on earth. And let's say Luka Jukic won this event. Everyone would be like, holy sh-. They wouldn't be like, oh, fuck, <clears throat> it was the wrong guy won. They'd be like, fuck, Luka's game's coming together. Or they would be like, look at the workouts. True. But if that happens at the games, the fucking programmer would get fucking destroyed if Luca won the games. Uh, not necessarily. If Luca's the fittest on earth, he's not gonna. They're not gonna get destroyed. You have to look at the workouts again. I, I mean, it's context. That's my point. We all we we're, we're look. Okay, that's fine. I think I drove it home. All right, we disagree. Bye. Sorry. No, you 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 drove it home. I think these events don't really care, and it's and to your point, I don't think a lot of people care if they find the fittest per se person there. Um, but is that adding to the sport? Uh, 
I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out what the purpose of this event was and, and what to make I money. Think, what I, so those are the two things we've come down to: to I make think, money and to be the biggest and most prestigious event for sure in Europe and, and, and possibly in the world. Well, and, and that's not a bad thing either. No, those sound like great things. Yeah. Those sound like great things to me. Well, you know, and there wasn't a live stream, which is unfortunate. It's but, ridiculous, but not maybe, unfortunate. May, maybe, you know, maybe knowing that going into it, their main goal is like, hey, we want to put on a show because we don't have other people spectating other than those that paid a ticket to come in and see. So we want to put on a show. We don't want um, certain movements in here because we think they're boring. We want the workouts to look really, really good on the floor. I mean, I program competitions. Taylor does, too. I know and I'm willing to admit there are workouts that I knew would be better tests of fitness done a certain way, but because of the limitations I had at my space and because I wanted the crowd to be able to look at the workout and tell who was winning, I tweaked those workouts because of that. And I think that's something all programmers do if they know what they're doing. Slash should do. For, for sure. Especially, um, if you, especially if you don't have a stream with commentary and the ability to articulate what's going on and not have to explain it to people. Good point. Okay, Taylor, I know you want to dig in. L let's go really big picture first and uh, and and describe the uh, event to me in terms of you, you've done uh, how many competitors there were, uh, average time domains, how many days. Just paint, paint the event for me a little bit. It's a three-day event. Uh, I think Brian talked about there being 60 to 80 athletes in the elite field men and women not combined but in each field so in just an absolutely uh a crazy massive field i'm sure the compared to wadapalooza how many wadapalooza is 40 max so how double. many and 40 at the games 40 at the game so double how many that. how many at rogue 20 okay uh so you think about the gap between lazar jukic and last place at that event is probably fucking laughable in, term, um, in terms of their skill and the points, et cetera. Uh, yeah, and everything. You're probably last place at that event. Probably did not qualify for semifinals in Europe. And this is very important to remember when we start digging into movements and stuff like that. Because yeah. I contend that... People are pussies. <laughs> That's not my contention. <laughs> my contention is that if you want people to keep coming, <clears throat> if you want people to keep doing the online qualifier, which brings in money, you don't program eight workouts where half of the field can't finish slash even do the movements to participate, AKA making it too heavy. AKA if the goal is to take over, if the goal is to say, Hey dude, you're not going to have to do X, Y, and Z there. The weights usually aren't as heavy, but look, there's, at, there's you're not going to have to swim. So don't worry about that. I would argue you're, though. You're not going to have to do pegboard. So don't worry about that. These are all things to remember when you talk about, Hey dude, I can get into Madrid. They take 80. I'm going to get to say I competed elite against games athletes. That's a I, big deal to some people. It is a big Did, deal, but I would argue that look at Wadapalooza. I know the field isn't 80 people and it's not as large, but look at how massive the fucking event is. And they make you swim. They make you do shit like pistol squats and swimming and cleaning a D ball, a fucking rubber D ball after swimming. They make you do uh, like celebrate 10. That, I'm sure that embarrassed a lot of games athletes that work out with the muscle ups and the handstand pushups and the overhead squats. So they make workouts fucking hard. Are you saying that a lot of people didn't finish the events at this um, event? No, he's here? saying if you look at the workouts and you're wondering why are these so fucking easy, it's because he thinks maybe 
The well, that's not like, that. That is not what I'm saying. That's what Taylor is saying. I'm being a little more aggressive. He's saying he's saying some of the programming may have been persuaded by the notion that we want people to keep coming back rather than we're a little nervous uh, to make people do full depth parallel handstand pushups because if we embarrass half the field, they're just going to say "fuck you" or not coming back. I would say, I would say this: one of the workouts started with seven rope climbs, seven rope climbs, 500 meter run, 400 meter run. And then an overhead lunge. What I'm saying is, if you make that workout seven legless rope climbs, half of the field is going to be like, all right, cool. Now it's legless, whatever. Maybe half the field doesn't even get past the rope climbs. So if you want that spread, if you want heat 10 to be like, all right, cool. Heat 10, nine and eight. No one's going to get on the air runner. This is dumb. But then heats three, two and one fly through them and crush it. What, what was what was the point of even having those first heats? And if I'm an athlete in those heats, I'm gonna I'm gonna think about that when I think about signing up for the competition. Do you have that same criticism for the game games? Absolutely not. Not no not. But what about for like the skill medley? No, I don't have that same argument at all. Those yeah no. They, it, go ahead, Taylor. No, I was gonna say you you're you're sign up for the games. You qualify. You sign up knowing. Uh, unless you have won before that you're probably going to show up and there's going to be something you're not good at and you're probably pretty nervous and anxious. And, and that's the point. And I think what frustrates me about an event like this is it's put on as this massive CrossFit license event. They're giving 30,000 euros away to the winner. And you're like, Oh shit, there's going to be some cool shit here. And there's not. Mm. That's okay. my, I mean, so yeah. that's a good, that's a good segue to go into the programming. And, and not- I want to, well, let's, let, yeah, we can go in in a second, but I do want to say like, I'm not, you know, here shitting on HWPO. I You look at the Canada West games workouts and I fucking love them. I mean, I was just talking to JR on the phone before the show. It was crazy to me, the contrast between the two the Canada West games workouts. Amazing. Really uh, for lack of a bit. I mean, there's no, no better word for, that I would use to describe it. It's amazing programming. Any truth here with the guy says the guy with the cannonball biceps, uh, rogue second biggest, but weak athletes are afraid of slight strength bias. No, see, this is where I think this, I, here's another thing. All these events have like slight biases in their programming for sure. But I think this notion of what this guy is saying is a result of what we do and what people like Brian do. And we break down the programming, et cetera, et cetera. The athletes who are good enough to compete at these events aren't looking at it like, Oh, well, I'm going to do really, really well at Rogue or I'm going to do really, really well at Wadapalooza. Pat Vellner did Rogue. Pat Vellner did Wadapalooza. Uh, you know what I mean? That That's kind of just, a, to me, it's it's not a super relevant argument other than to say that each of these events have their own flair. The best yeah, athlete in the events yeah, are winning. Yeah, and I think it is really, really important to keep driving the point home that when you program something, you're not you're, you're, you're not going to program it without your biases. Mm -hmm. People have things they really enjoy. They have things they hate. Some people love light barbell cycling type workouts. Some people despise it. And the only time they use barbells is when it's heavy. We we talk about this all the time. I'm sure Brian will do a show where he predicts the finishes at rogue. He will come on and say, listen, rogues programming is usually a little bit more robust it's usually a little bit more grunt work and heavy so these are the athletes that you will probably see because they finished this spot this year this spot this year this spot this year and they typically excel there and maybe not at the games as much so i mean there 
there are some biases and that's okay. We love to know those type of things as fans and as people who program competitions. I don't think Adrian gave a single clue intentionally to the five, six, seven, eight things that Jr. predicted that came true. I think that uh, I think he gave clues that weren't intentional. That you know, basically, for sure. that basically, Jr. did his homework and found out what Adrian's biases were and brought them to shed light on them. And bam, we had the pirouette. I mean, that's crazy. Did anyone else? Could anyone else guess the pirouette? Yeah, but they would have had to done their homework like Jr. did. And that's the bias you're talking about. That was just my point. Yeah, everybody has stuff that they really like, and they're going to program with that. You would have never put the pir- you would have never put the pirouette in. Me? Yeah. You don't have that biased. You would have put in the curtsy. Yeah, the curtsy lunge. <laughs> you should put in the curtsy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do you want to? Um, Jr. Predictions were absolutely insane. I agree. It was crazy, but that's because. He read he read uh, Bozeman's bias. I'm just driving home your guys's point. It's a perfect example where he's he uh, he he read into um, Adrian's biases. Okay, you want to dig into workout one? Uh, well, let's talk. Let's start with what makes good. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, we. I don't know. What do you? I, I want to ask Jr. What he thinks. I think. Well, I, I want to ask you what you think makes good programming. Before we go, just to yeah. So if if we're talking about a competition like Madrid or like other three, let's just call them three day weekend long competitions, where you're probably going to have six to eight workouts, scored workouts, and your field is going to be let's just say um, fringe semifinalist level to games athletes for the most part. Those are who you're probably programming for, or you should be programming for. So when I look at something like that, I look at movement selection and variance, time domain, right? And stimulus. And a lot of people say, oh, well, stimulus is the same in time domain. It is not because you can write a workout that's 10 minutes and another workout to 10 minutes and the stimulus is going to be completely different. So those are kind of the three big things I think about when I program or time domain. Is there a good spread, right? And you can just say, let's just, to keep it simple, say there's something under four minutes, there's something four to seven minutes, there's something eight to 12 minutes, there's something in the low teens to mid teens, and then there's something about 20 minutes or longer, right? That's five. And then typically you'll have some overlap where you'll have two that kind of fit the same criteria. That would be six workouts. So those, that's, those are what I look at. And then movement variants, you know, are all the movements like a form of a deadlift? Like, do you have deadlifts and then do you have kettlebell deadlifts and then do you have sandbag loads? And then do you have like, is everything just a hinge from the floor? There should be variants in movements. And then along with that, to me, variants in implements, implements. like are all of your pulling movements hanging from a pull-up bar or all of your pulling movements with a rope or all of your hanging movements from rings or whatever. Right. And then, um, time modalities. Say it again. Modalities. Correct. So like MWG spread, I think is really, really important. And that goes along with movement variants. MWG, monostructural. Gymnastics, weightlifting, and also weightlifting, gymnastics, loading to a degree is important. For sure. Yeah. Give me an example of, um, the, uh, so you, we, movement selection, we get that. Uh, a time domain, we get that. Give me an example of uh, two different stimuluses. 
uh, grip, like a, a workout that's like total bar power clean is going to fucking blow your grip up. And then a workout like ring dip sled push is probably. Okay, this gonna- is simple. All right, this is simple. Um, 10 minute AMRAP, five cleans, 10 toes to bar. Yep. 10 minute AMRAP, five cleans, 10 bar facing burpees. Just change yep. one of the movements it's and so the stimulus changes completely. Okay. Uh, and, 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 and your question to JR is, um, what makes good programming? And, and yeah. basically what he said is balance and, uh, variance. Did you agree with everything he said? Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think also in addition to that, um, some creativity uh, personally, I like something that I'm like, Ooh, I like that. I wouldn't have thought of that. Or I haven't seen that before. Or, wow, that's cool. So some um, nuance, some nuance, creativity, uh, the unknown and unknowable. I, that's a personal bias. I love that. I love that about boss. I was one of my favorite things about this year at the games was just the, wow, you never would have thought of that, but that kind of goes hand in hand with creativity. Um, purpose. Uh, you like to look at a workout and be like, okay, that's what it's trying to do. Instead of just being like, what the fuck is the point of that? Um, and then showcasing the athletes to a degree. I think, I think an event like this, that just goes into, ties more into is it fun to watch and they didn't have a broadcast so maybe they just didn't give a shit about that that is the part that you think is going to be the obvious the spectator sport slash competition yeah, the sport and, exactly. and showcase um element that whole thing that makes it so as a viewer you give a shit yeah uh, that's crazy important right? it is so important because it's not going to grow if people don't want to fucking watch it right or if they can't watch it I will pay a hundred dollars a night to watch somebody get knocked the fuck out because that's cool, right? Not paying a hundred dollars a night to watch those workouts. Um, th- what what did you think about the um the five hundred and fifty meter uh, um sprint at the uh, CrossFit Games? Out of fifteen events, that's okay. There's fourteen other events, right? I, yeah, and this I, is, I, yeah, and, and this is where me and Taylor can tussle a little bit because he doesn't. I'm, I'm not putting words in his mouth. He doesn't think there's a place for a single modality test at this level of competition because it weighs too heavily comparatively. Okay. So, so let me, let me mean, hold on just real quick. And then I'll let you, and then I'll get out of your guys' hair. That's the diff, the difference between uh, th- that sprint at that race, I think does everything in the uh, sport showcase the athletes and spectator friendly. It fucking is a 10 on all of them. It's quick. It's painless. You get to see the winners. It's intense. They're showcased. There's passing. There's jogging the way they had the turn in there. Uh, you know, and, and you got to see all that, right? Um, but it doesn't do this other shit. It doesn't have good movement selection. It doesn't have variance. And, you know, the time domain is just like, you know, uh, very, very short and simple and, and the stimulus, right? There was no hill. There was no uh, carrying anything. And so the, there you have two something on two different ends of the spectrum and the, and, and i'm and now what i'm suggesting is is that the perfect events and the perfect programming together. yes would bring all that shit together perfectly yep. really drive home i love the sport part of it the human part i want to see people yeah. cry dave is fantastic at that yeah i mean let's face it there's so absolutely good. nothing fair about the bike event chains falling off people <clears throat> crashing but fuck it's a it's a 11 out of 10 in terms of the spectatorship uh, yeah, the cyclocross was so fun to watch yeah okay uh so do we want to go into uh yeah dig into the two two thousand meter run 
So, well, let's start. It was programmed by HWBO. We know that now. They're given parameters to program within. We know that. We don't know what the parameters were. Uh, I think it's impossible to really do this true diligence because there's no broadcast. The only things we can see are little fucking Instagram videos of somebody not doing all their thrusters correctly. Um, I guess we know from the uh, morning chalk up interview that that Fraser programmed them. Um, I wasn't aware of that. But anyways, we'll dig in. We'll, We'll start with time domains. Out of all, so workout one, six to eight minutes. I'm just going to go through all of them real quick. Workout two, three to five minutes, three, two to four minutes, four, eight to 12 minutes, five, 10 minutes, six, four to five minutes, seven, seven minutes. Last workout, four to five minutes. So nothing longer than 12 minutes. And that fourth workout was 12 minutes for the worst. So really you're looking at your shortest workout is two to four minutes. Your longest workout is eight to 12 minutes and everything else is in between that. Longest workout, the 2022 Madrid championships. Whereas 12 minutes for the people who are in 80th place. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, can you ever remember a competition uh, besides the 2008 CrossFit Games where there was uh, no event longer than 12 minutes? Uh, Granite Games 2021. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously? Is that true? They had a back-to-back workout. So we'll say we gave them a little... This one had a back-to-back too, but that's when we can get into the nitty-gritty is... Is round one and round two really a back-to-back if the work-to-rest ratio is almost one-to-one? Well, was that what the ratio was, or did they get time and they just just went? Well, they started at the 13-minute mark. So they do this 2K run, and for the fastest people being six to eight minutes, that's that's one-to-one or a little more than one-to-one for the fastest, and then they do the couplet afterwards. So are you giving them – are you putting them in that same bucket? Um. Well, here's the other thing. Someone in the comments uh, said a winning female ran a sub five minute. That wasn't kilometer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it wasn't even two kilometers. It wasn't even a true two kilometers. No, you can't call it back to back. You did a workout, you rested, and then you did another workout. IMO, in my opinion. I think 612, six, six, 12 was the fastest time. I don't see anyone with a sub five, just to be clear. Yeah, to me that doesn't sound like. Uh, men five thirty nine. Uh, mm, what is two k? One point six miles? No, it's one point one one point two five two five. Yeah, I can see that. So maybe it's a true two k or a little short. But with eighty people in the field, it wouldn't surprise me if there are some insane runners. I mean, a, a six minute two k is not anything crazy in the world of running. <clears throat> okay, but what do you think about the workout? Uh, just in eight events, if it was like JR made this suggestion earlier, we were just talking about workouts. He's like, you know, even if they would have made it two kilometer run right into 30, 2010, it would have been way better. Um, but the, the way uh, it's written, I'm not a fan. 30, 2010 couplet. Yeah. The couplet right after, right after. So the cut, so round two is 30, 2010 uh, toast to bar dumbbell overhead squat single uh, arm and why don't you like it why don't you like a, a a one mile full out sprint welcome to the madrid championships you're gonna run a little over a mile today uh it was it a um all all participants start all the men ran at the same time see that's something that and even even you know brian talked about that when we when i asked him i said hey have you talked to anyone that was there do you have any of this these specifics because did they release 
40 people at a time and they all started from their lane? Did they, did some have to run farther back into the stadium than others to their lane? Or did they make sure everyone ran the exact same distance? If you go on the leaderboard and you look, the separation, like every second past like six minutes from six to six 30, it's crazy. You're like yeah. every second you're seeing people finish. So that really matters too. You know, if you have a test like this, a single modality and it's not on a machine and it's a true run, uh, <clears throat> was everyone given the same opportunity to get the fastest time possible? I will contend. Wait, was this run on a machine? I'm just making these. No, 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 no. It was oh, a course. Okay. No. Okay. I, I will push back on Taylor and say that I still think you can effectively program a single modality workout for an eight competition or a seven competition, but it has to be done so well yeah. with the juxt with, with another single modality test that balances it that you really, really, really need to know. Well, here's, here's an example. JR's first year of crucible. He does a back-to-back -back workout. It's dumbbell Randy for guys with a 75 pound dumbbell, 75 dumbbell snatches reset. I think it was like a, maybe it was rest. like a two minute rest. What was the time cap? Four minutes. Yeah. Four, I think. It was a four-minute time cap, two-minute rest, and then 300-foot handstand walk for time. That's fucking awesome. But it, uh, the way this – it's just too bleh. And I, this is I, an interesting comment. Jesse Mosqueda has this in the comments. No idea if this is substanti substantiated with any sort of evidence, but he says a source close to Fraser said he would have programmed differently if they paid him more. Well, I don't. That's crazy to me. If I'm putting anything out to the public, it's not going <laughs> to Wait, read shit. the last nah, sentence. dude, that's the most G thing I've ever heard. That's so savage. I love it. They paid a sale price, so he gave them sale programming. I love it. I, I, think Holy that, shit. I don't love that. Would you, JR, would you ever put – you put out a free blog. Would you put out dog shit just because it's free? There's no way Matt did that. That's, that's no, I don't but, know. No, but, but, I also don't too, but also, too – I can't pick and choose. If someone comes to me and wants to pay me 500 bucks to program a, a, a weekend, I do it because I want 500, not because someone else is offering me 500,000. Uh, if HWPO didn't do this programming, these podcasts about it wouldn't be happening. Well, that's very interesting. Uh, hard to, for pe people to stay interested in something none of us saw again to, to not streaming. So he's basically saying that the people who are going to watch this show are watching it because they're interested to see us critique Matt Fraser's programming, not the programming of some event called the Madrid Championships in um, – if it was broadcast, that, I, that's probably it. It true. Matter. Yeah, yeah. If but if it's broadcast, I don't think it matters who programs it. Everyone watches it; it's a lot more exciting, and we probably still do the show, whether HWPO programs it or nobody else. But to his point, it wasn't broadcast, and and well, it, and and also, in 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 sort of to push back on that too, Dusty. These you should see this list of programming shows these fucking uh, guys want to do that they've sent me. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think Sevon wants to do it if HWPO didn't program it. Ninety-nine, yeah, ninety-nine percent of them uh, have nothing to do with HWPO. Yeah, so events one and two back to back, I really, I, I, I don't think they're bad tests at all. But when it's really important to understand that when you're you're not looking at all the pieces of the puzzle and seeing if you like all the pieces, you're looking at the whole puzzle. So you're looking at the pieces in conjunction with one another. So you. You can like all eight of the workouts on their own and think, oh, yeah, that's cool. Oh, yeah, I like that one. Oh, that's a cool combination. But if you don't think they fit together, 
That's so, when your opinion yeah. comes into place, all subjectivity, but you want to try to back it up with information like time domain, movement variance, movement redundancy, um, format, all that kind of stuff. I do think it's kind of, you know, I hear, I hear this a lot when people are talking about program, they're like, oh yeah, the workout by itself is great. But within the context of everything else, not so great. And I think to that point, it's like, it doesn't matter if the workout is great by itself because the workout wasn't done by itself. Anyone can write a workout that's good by itself. There are eight other workouts and we, you know, that is the point. Um, so yes, I've done a 2k run in training. I've done 30, 20, 10 overhead squat, toast bar in training. Um, so if you would have, if you would have done, here's, here's the interesting thing. If you would have done that 30, 20, 10 at the end of the 2k run, right at the end. you would not have had people run that run full sprint. Well, no, here's the deal. You don't make it a back to back. You make it a two score workout. 2K run right into 30, 20, 10. You have two scores, your 2K run time and then the time at the completion of 30, 20, 10. And then people do run hard because it's two scores, just like shuttle to overhead. You have people run really hard and people push jerk really well. And you had people who did both really well. So I think is that's, there, a, that's is there a simple anything, way to make, a, make it a good workout, I think. I don't know how to ask this question. I don't know what the words are, but I'll, I'll take a stab at it. Is you hear people talk about how intense the sandbag lift was at the CrossFit Games, and I think it was the central nervous system that people were talking about that was really taxed, and those guys having to also get up every time. Their spine. Uh, every time they walked out there, they had to basically be setting a PR and get themselves into that set. It, it, um, is is it all out two K run up there with like the hardest thing you could ask an athlete to do against a, a, a group of athletes? Just b- between a mile and a mile and a half run all out is a disgusting fucking feeling. Horrible. I was gonna say. I mean, I would. I mean, I mean, I would put this test up there with a two K row. Horrible. Maybe you, worse. As, as just about like the worst thing you could ask people to do, probably, like probably in terms worse. of just difficult sure. pain cave sure. stimulus. And 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 kudos to HWPO for putting it first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it think if there's balls. anywhere you put this, this is where you put it. Like if they're like, hey, we want a running event when they run outside, they run the whole um, landscape of the property, which is essentially what they did. Maybe that was a parameter and say, hey, you have to get this in there. We want the fans to be able to see them run outside. We want the people to be able to line the street, whatever, whatever. This is where you put it. They put it in the right spot if they needed to put it somewhere. I, hey, I'd like to have seen it as the final event. <laughs> Wad zombie. Sorry, I'm late. What's the consensus? Did this shit suck or what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. I don't see that. Uh, you can scroll up a bit. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, so, so these guys were worked after that first. I mean, this this. Tr- tr- and in that respect, is that what you mean by it was brave of Matt to put it in there? Like this, really, this is a punisher. No, I just think I, I just think it's put in the right spot if you put it anywhere. Okay. They need to feel it the rest of the weekend. Overall, I don't like it. And I also don't really like the dumbbell squat, toe to bar couplet. I just think, again, it's bland. It's so bland. There's no creativity. So, Taylor, you'd give this a thumbs down? Yeah. (laughs) And JR, uh, what do you give this? I give it a thumb sideways. It's fine. Like, it's it's fine. But But once we start talking about what precedes it. It's not fine. You you run into a situation where you're going overhead three workouts in a row. That is something that whoever programmed this, whatever, whoever the individual or the team was like the sport is overhead. And a lot of people will say, well, that doesn't matter, dude. It doesn't matter if you go overhead three workouts in a row. If you do one overhead stability test, if you do one gymnastics overhead test and you do one pressing movement, that doesn't matter. But some people 
think it does matter. You, I think it also matters to a degree. I, I so, agree. So you what do we think about a little redundant to go overhead three workouts in a row? So we go from uh, workout one, six to eight minutes. Now we're going to go to workout two, which is three to five minutes. Right. Uh, and, and what do you guys think about this? 30 toes to bar. It's not enough room for separation with these level of athletes, in my opinion. Same thing with the 2K run on its own. I mean, I, I guess that's yeah. a great point. I think that's a great point we could have put into what makes a good programmed event at a semifinal level. Separation. You need, not only do you need separation in time domains, but you need separation within workouts of yeah. those time domains. I for sure think that there should be one or two workouts where seconds matter. And if you so, what would you do? Just increase the weight two? of the dumbbell? Just make the dumbbell forty pounds? Make it ascending pounds? instead of descending. What's the difference? Uh, ascending doing the workout when you're fatigued and not when you're fresh. Yeah, ascending is way fucking harder. Uh, and to, to credit, descending rep scheme is at the meat of CrossFit. It keeps the intensity in the workout high. And that's great, especially for a training stimulus. In training, you want to make it as easy on yourself as possible to get maximum intensity. But this is testing, not not training. What's better for the spectator uh, piece to, to see this uh, ascending or descending? Descending. At- descending. Uh, because, the, because the whole field is always moving. Yeah, because when you get to that last round, you're not wondering who's going to break up the set of 30, 15, 10, 5. You're just, you just know that, oh, no one's breaking this set of 10. So I know this person's probably about to win. Um, and, and, and going back again, uh, sorry to ask this question again, but and what would you do to get that separation if you were going to keep this exact same workout? It looks like the only thing you could do is increase the weight of the dumbbell. You could make it a dumbbell squat snatch. If you, if you keep, if you kept the volume the same and you kept the movements the same all together, you, you could either make there be less rounds. So you like two rounds of 30 and 30 for time, mm-hmm. three rounds of 2020, eh, maybe the last round gets difficult, but this level of competitor toward the top, no one's even thinking about breaking that up. So like- maybe two rounds of 30, 30, or you just go 60, 60 for time. Yeah. So if you yeah. kept the volume and you kept the movements, that's probably how you create more separation. 60, 60 for time would be a lot of separation. I think ascending as well, or back to the original point, 2K run right into 30, 20, 10. With it being two scores, 2K is your first score. Like the marathon row they did when Jason Kalipa won the 2K, it was 2K for time, and then he fucking won the marathon row. <clears throat> half, half, right? Half marathon, sorry. What's going to happen here? As we get each workout is going to be under more and more scrutiny because it's based on the workouts that came before it. As JR and Taylor were both saying, 2000 meter uh, run might be okay, but you better have something to fucking balance it out as we go on. And that you basically that truth that's for every workout as they, the, the, the window for what's acceptable is a, wor- a good workout narrows, narrows yep, each narrows. each workout we, we add to the pile. All right, let's move on. This next one's okay. crazy. Okay. Uh, good crazy or bad crazy? Well, I really wish the event was broadcast <laughs> because I cannot believe until I see it with my own fucking eyeballs that it's one <laughs> set of 25 double unders. I just don't. I have a really hard time believing that. But that's Was it we- a 75-pound rope? 
Yeah, where they swing in a fucking chain. <laughs> Do they tie a bunch of horse dicks together and fucking jump over them? Uh, how many? Oh, is it twenty five heavy dubs and then four cleans, then twenty five heavy no. heavy? There's twenty five heavy dubs, then four, then three, then two, then one, then run across the finish line. Wait, were are all the cle- oh, but the cleans were different weights. Yeah, they ascended, and but still to a weight. To me, roughly, roughly for males, two thirty to three hundred. Yeah, oh, those which is are not kilograms. separation at that at that level. Everybody's powering that, or should be, or or at least, yeah, the best athletes are all powering that, and it's all fast. Okay, so all right, all right. So I was gonna say, all right, so let's let's look at it from the positive side. We just got through with the CrossFit Games that valued execution and not making a mistake more than any other CrossFit Games ever. So if you had one trip up on the double under. That was a spot. If you got no rep for not standing up a clean all the way, which happened a lot, you missed out on spots. Which is stupid. If you if you rested one one thousand too long on the last barbell, it cost you a spot or two. So from that standpoint, we'll look at it. Okay, maybe that was the point. Again, we would love to know that. It would be sweet to know. Yeah, man, I knew it was kind of light. I just wanted to make it light to see people go as fast as possible. But I Time want, I want to present the argument to Taylor like I talked about earlier. Maybe Matt submits this or Jake submits this or Harry submits this and it goes, yeah, man, four, three, two, one. All right. Ten cleans. I, we're going, we're going two fifty to three fifty, baby. And they say, Oh nah, man. I I don't I don't think anyone's gonna get. I don't think many people, but the top five or top ten are gonna make it to that second to last bar. But you're gonna have to make it lighter. Time out. So Brian, the field is eighty. The field is eighty I, deep. I spoke with Brian, and he said to me, or, or the conversation we have was, there was something along the lines that he was led to believe it was one set of twenty five double unders into four three two one cleans and zealous games is reporting that they had to move the rope each round and it was in between each set and and, and if that's true that's that's the way i read it initially and it still yeah, same. That makes sense to me to do 100 for makes sure. way more sense and but, i like it better but, 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 I, but I would i would still contend that the weight's probably not heavy enough taylor what's not heavy enough yeah at all i don't think yeah. So justify it for me. Why did they pick this weight? To well, make it fast. Need is for that, speed. The workout statement. They want to value execution and they want it to be a all out sprint. That's the only thing I can think of. Okay. Zealous Games was there. So, okay. Well, that's, I mean, that's a good point. Um, and here's the, herein lies another issue of not having a broadcast. We're, ha- we're having to wait for someone in the comments to tell us how the workout happened rather than being able to go back and watch it, which is just tough for an event that's given away 30K to the winner to not have a broadcast is crazy. Why didn't they have a broadcast? Do we know? The, well, it may, definitely wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. If they paid Matt a sale price, maybe they can't afford a broadcast. Uh, uh, do you know what we did at the, at the 2008 CrossFit Games? Um, uh, Carrie and I started two Twitter accounts. Because there was no video then. And so we were just constantly reporting on Twitter, just updating on Twitter. They could have – and I don't know if you guys saw uh, Dave Castro's YouTube page today, but he had athletes. He had Jorge uh, Hernandez and and a couple other people at the – Fernandez. What did I say? Hernandez? Fernandez? Whatever. Same thing. 
Um, and and they um they were doing uh, events from the 2008 CrossFit Games, and he was put posting them on YouTube in real time. They could have easily have done that, right? Yeah, they didn't. And, and and then and then you see, and this isn't a dig. I just I just not sure what happens. You see the Dubai um, Fitness Championship, and they didn't have anyone covering. They only had Tommy Marquez there with a, a cell phone going live to Instagram for the first event that was inside the uh, ski 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 center in the desert. But they it's still, weird. yeah, that's weird. But at least you still got to see it, right? Okay, and kudos to them. Someone, maybe someone. There was no one. Not the Madrid Championships. There was no one even there, just doing it with uh, from from their live Instagram. For whatever reason, it it strikes me as it wasn't allowed. I mean, why not have an event that big, giving away that much money with that caliber of athlete? Everybody, people want to watch Lazar Jukic compete and Travis Mayer. So it's just crazy. You know, Sharon making a comeback, Emma Tall, Emma McQuaid, all those athletes. Fuck yeah, people want to watch that. So it's just, uh, it's suspicious to me why they and, could and, possibly. And why would sponsors want to be on board? Oh my God. Well, trash. They got them in spades. Yeah, yeah tragic, and you, but you live forever on YouTube. Yeah, but you get, you're right. You do, but foot traffic is huge. But yeah, you do live forever on YouTube. Uh, Elijah Muhammad took first place in event number uh, three with the uh, heavy double unders um and the the cleans no surprise that was easy weight for him and he's uh the, the guy can the, can jump i mean double unders are nothing for him yeah you know and once again it, maybe maybe the maybe the the intent and the stimulus was about a 2 minute test and if that was they nailed it they got the weights exactly right we'll get to these next workouts but there there isn't a traditional suit heavy workout but there are heavy implements like Maybe the 185 overhead walking lunge was really hard for some people. Maybe the the yoke was the heavy workout. And hey, that's your heavy right there, the yoke. That's that was supposed to be the heavy workout, not the cleans. Jason made or this is Tyler made a uh, I believe Jason T. Watkins is is Tyler, right? Yeah. Yeah, he makes a good point. Think about the equipment required for that many athletes to compete. And they're probably like, oh, we can't do 315, Matt. There's too many people. Wow, Matt's getting off the hook. I like it. Uh we're at a six minute, we're at a six to eight minute time domain, three to five minute time domain, and now a two to four minute time domain. So we see this pattern uh shorter, shorter, shorter. These are these are basically we've we've seen three three sprints in the first three workouts. Should we move to workout four? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Uh 30. Deficit handstand push-ups, 20 sandbag cleans, 25 carry. <coughs> 25 deficit handstand push-ups, 15 sandbag clean, 25-meter carry. 20 deficit handstand push up 10 sandbag clean, 25-meter carry. First thing I want to point out, this is now the third workout with the descending rep scheme. 30, 20, 10, round two. 4, 3, 2, 1, need for speed. 30, 25, 20, 20, 15, 10. Uh, you know, not the worst thing in the world, but just it, like you said, the room, the margin for what's acceptable narrows as the workouts go and the variance and the creativity is just a little bland vanilla. And this is the, and this is the longest workout, eight to 12 minutes. Yeah. But key, key. I mean, I really think the key word is eight, eight minutes there. <laughs> like fuck 60 to 80 don't matter. What was this one called again? Need for speed? 
Atocha. This this next oh, one Atocha. is called okay. Atocha. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, fastest time was ten twenty. Martin Cuervo, Martin. Sorry, Martin. And the women. Uh, second place was. I just got to try to say this dude's name. Anal Haz- is that anal? Haz- no, it's not anal. Ha- Haziel Suarez Hernandez. Wow. That's a lot of A's. And uh, for the females, uh, we will go to Atocha. And uh, Emma uh, Tall, <clears throat> 819. Flying. She's fit. Yeah. Uh, thoughts think- on this wor- thoughts on this workout, JR? I really like the workout. I really like it. Uh, here comes the shit sandwich. Here comes the shit like- sandwich. There's their top piece of bread. Now here comes the shit shit schmear. <laughs> I really like the volume. 45 cleans. Oh, I really like the volume. Bread. 75 deficit. Six inch, four inch. I really, really like the carry being involved. Um, I think horizontal displacement is one of those uh, or just carries or sled work is one of those things where you're moving something that gets overlooked a ton. And I also think it's very hard to do in programming for most competitions because of equipment and and, and the, the space required. But I really like the carry here. To Taylor's point, the, the, the descending rep scheme again. I think you make this three rounds for time of 25 and 15 with a carry yeah. after each round. And it's yep. freaking amazing. And you look at JR's event from last year and he's got a workout. His first workout is they must be watching your shit, man. Anyways, his first workout is three rounds, 16 sandbag squats, carry the sandbag, eight parallel handstand pushups to full depth, carry the sandbag back, um, which is a, a sick workout. Uh, say what you think the workout should be again, JR. 25 handstand pushups, 15, Cleans three rounds, Sandwich, three rounds, and then and then but and then with what? A carry um, in between. I, yeah, I mean, I, I I really like for the floor, you know, if it's possible, and it may not have been, to start on the end of the lane opposite where you're doing your handstand pushups. You clean, you carry, you drop. You handstand push up, you carry back, you clean. You mm-hmm. carry back, you drop. You do the handstand, and, you and it also it increases the room for separation for better athletes too. Again, with the descending rep scheme is great in training. It's great in training because when you're training six to eight hours a day, which I'm sure at his best Matt was, you want as much opportunity to get cheap and easy intensity as possible. And a descending rep scheme is the best way to do it or single modality. Um, uh, I, I'd like to throw my hat in this one too. I'll do, I'll go with, uh, the 25, uh, I'll go with the, uh, 40 meter sandbag carry across the stadium, uh, do the three rounds of the couplet and carry the bag back 40 rounds or 40, 40 meters. So you only carry cool the bag too. twice, yeah, but, cool. but you race at the end, just carry, I like you only carry the bag twice. I like in between like with Jr because carrying that in between rounds just spikes your heart rate so much, especially if it's a bear hug, it is so hard. Uh, same, same sandbag. That's the one they carry. Yeah. Yep. Uh, presumably we don't know. There wasn't broadcasted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have some of the best in the world there and the juxtaposition in winning times from male to female. I don't think that's because of the deficit on the handstand pushup. I think it's time to just 
uniformly, Boz, if you're listening, 150, 120 from now on. 150. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah the one I mean, it is, it is a toy. Shit, it is a that's toy, the most dude. arrogant thing JR has ever a, said on the show. It is wow. a toy. It is a toy for the females. They're like, oh, watch, I'm going to go 20 touch and go right here. <laughs> and no, no dude is even thinking about that. Yeah, it's it is a huge difference. It would be like one thirty five, sixty five. Uh, the fuck. Someone needs to someone needs to just put that in a loop. That would make Jr. feel so uncomfortable. Someone that's, take that where he goes. Jen, uh, Jen McDonald's watching. She's got it. Just take that line where he goes, Boz. If you're listening, uh, for now on one fifty, one twenty, Boz. Test is this mic on, Boz? For now on. <laughs> wow. Hold on, are you drinking a bang over there, Jr.? What's up? That's another thing Tyler Tyler puts in the comments. I experienced this at Crucible last year. He goes, I'd hate to be in that last heat after everyone has sweat all over that sandbag. We did that workout last year was like six minutes, seven minutes. And by the time I think this is on video, but the, by the time I get that workout, the sandbag in my lane was soaking wet. And I asked Jr. if I could take chalk onto the turf and I literally painted that red sandbag white. What's the, is it canvas? Does that make, does it make it slip more slippery or it doesn't make it, I guess not necessarily that much more slippery, but it's just soaking wet. It's just weird. It's like, why am I lifting an extra five pounds of this dude's sweat? Uh, yeah. Jason Hopper's sweat, but does he? Yeah. But five pounds, but does he, <laughs> um, what, are, are we getting concerned here? We're halfway through the workout. It's just, uh, I think, mm, through the event i i don't i mean look all of this is crossfit i'm gonna go back on my earlier statement all of the workouts by themselves are good but to this point they've kind of painted themselves into a box 30 20 10 30 20 10 4 3 2 1 30 25 20 20 15 10 it's like the same the same the same and it's going to keep continuing to be the same in the next event and if I look at the workouts right now at this point, and I look at these four, this is what I'm saying to myself. Thumbs up, two. Classic CrossFit couplets. There's three of them so far. The movement combinations are, are good, right? The dumbbell overhead squat and the toes to bar is midline. The, there's a lot of shoulder fatigue here in this workout. And then there's a sprint with grit being a limiting factor in the clean double under workout. I see three weightlifting, different weightlifting implements, which is a huge thumbs up. There's a dumbbell in the second workout. Then there's a barbell. Now there's a sandbag. That's mm -hmm. all great. Mm -hmm. The only thing I'm thinking right now when I look at the workouts are, hmm, no pulling yet. Nothing over 10 to 12 minutes yet. That's what's going on through my head if I'm just looking at it event by event at this point. Four, and, four and events gone and uh, nothing in a long time domain and no pulling. No pulling. And people are going to be like, oh, there's toast to bar. But toast to bar is hanging and we wouldn't consider it pulling. There are athletes who suck at upper body pulling who are great at toes to bar. That's a grip thing. So we're just not going to. And, and I mean, this, this is, this is a little more nitty gritty, but I'm, I'm also counting movement patterns. So at this point, mm -hmm. um, it's safe to say that most of those athletes did not full clean the barbell. Mm -hmm. So at this point you have two hinges from the floor, you have a sandbag clean and a barbell clean. So if I mm -hmm. see a clean again, that's going to be a huge red flag. I head. think twice back to back, even if it's different implements to me is not a huge red flag, but it's like, ah, where's the creativity? Could you it not have been a snatch? Right. You have one squat so far. So, I'm, so my, my eyes are definitely looking for another squatting movement mm -hmm. in an eight competition workout. Um, and then, you know, again, like we already talked about something long and, and some more upper body pulling.
a lot. Okay, more so you, so you're gonna get something you like here. You're gonna get you're gonna get at least. Uh, we're not really gonna call ring muscle ups upper body pulling. No, we're yeah, not. Let's just go there. Let's just go there. Yeah, I I mean, me and Jr. both really agree with this, and that is the, when athletes fail. Well, let me just up. say this. Let me say this. You get. You, I'm gonna cheat a little bit. You get ring muscle ups, and then you get rope climbs. But go on. Let's go back to the to the ring muscle ups. Well, just think the best athletes in the world don't fail ring muscle ups on the turnover to the rings. They fail it in the dip. Fair. And in comparison, most so athletes heavy. most athletes don't fail a bar muscle up ever because of the dip. They just fail it because they can't get pull. up and over the bar anymore. Yeah, it's a pull. So that, that, I would consider that more of a pull. Yeah. So so okay so so uh, we're at workout number number five fifteen uh, ring muscle ups forty wall balls handstand walk ramp down and back handstand obstacle down and back and then we go descending 12 ring muscle ups yeah. 30 wall balls nine ring muscle ups 12 yeah. wall balls always finished with a handstand walk so and 15 down. yeah 15 12 9 on the ring muscle up 40 30 20 on the wall ball again again with the descending rep scheme again by itself killer workout to me i just like creativity i like looking at a work as an athlete that has to complete them I like looking at a workout and being like, fuck, that looks cool. Or, oh, like my eyes get wide and I'm like, whoa, that looks fun to do. By itself, it looks fun to do. As the fifth event of the weekend, after four other descending rep scheme workouts, I'm like, wow, here we go. Same fucking workout again. Just different movements. Wow. Really? That's how you see that? Uh, yeah, that's just my opinion. And, and that's and, let's and make be clear about that. It's just my opinion. But yeah, that's I would look at that and be like, damn. But, but I kind of see exactly what you're saying. That last workout we were talking about was a couplet with then a right. sandbag carry, and this is a couplet with a, a handstand walk. This is a triplet. Ah, mm. uh, you could, but then you could say the other. You could say this is a triplet too. You could call both of them triplets. You could call. You could call both of them triplets. You could only call one of them a couplet, in my opinion. I, I get what JR is saying, but no, it's to me, I where you were going, Sevon, correct. It looks like the same workout, different movements. You have uh 30, 25, 20, 20, 15, 10. Now you've got 15, 12, 9, 40, 30, 20 with something different in the middle between implements. It's it's essentially the same workout, just with different movements. It's the same exact format with just different movements, which in 15 events and one's the first event of the weekend and the other's the 11th. Cool. In eight events across three days and their workouts next to each other. Mm, I don't like it personally. This is the sixth event we're looking at. This is the fifth event. One, two, three, four, five. Yep. Fifth. Uh, and, uh, MM McQuaid uh, won this in the female and in the male, it was, Anal. I like saying that guy's name. <laughs> Who doesn't? Sorry. Uh oh, Lazar Jukic. Wow. Imagine that. It's a great uh, workout. JR, so do you, do Jared, do you want to push back on that at all? Or, or is there a consensus here? That, like, well, I don't know if I don't know if I want to push back. I just want to I want to applaud HW um HWPO for a couple things here. The ramp started 2018 at regionals there was a workout i believe that this is an this is a this is a homage to that workout mm -hmm, that dave mm -hmm. made it was what i think is the most varied and well-programmed regional ever started with the triple threes then linda then this gymnastics test 
and it was nine ring muscle ups every round, handstand walk, pistols, handstand walk back. Mm -hmm. It is eerily similar. The only difference is the type of squat. The squats went 36, 45, 54 on the pistols. This is a a descending rep scheme. That was an ascending rep scheme. So I want to commend them for putting the obstacle in a competition, not at the CrossFit games. Mm -hmm. It has been since 2018 that we've seen it at any level other than the games. And at the games, it's just gotten harder and harder. Wadapalooza, Wadapalooza. Right. I'm saying that CrossFit has programmed. The only other time I've seen it, other than at my competition, is at Wadapalooza when they did it with a snatch ladder that was really, really, really cool. Awesome. But it's, it's, I think it's awesome. I think Rooster, this, this company, I don't know if they sponsored this workout, but I know they, that they supplied equipment. And someone just texted me and said, Hey, the athlete said that this obstacle actually felt a lot different than the AAI ones that they use at the CrossFit level competitions, that hmm. the incline was steeper and, and it was squishier. So, I mean, that's cool to know stuff like that too. So maybe people struggled with it a little bit more than the traditional ramp. I just think it's great that instead of just programming a hundred foot handstand walk in between or after the wall balls and the muscle ups that they brought this out and used it. This is not something that a lot of people in your gym can't do. Which, yeah, it's also to me kind of like the argument of let's keep the workouts a little more vanilla so that the people can finish them and, and not, not sign up next year. I feel like this kind of, this workout is kind of maybe speaks opposite to that. Sure. Yeah. This is by far the, the highest skill that we see. I guess you could argue the parallel because there's 75 repetitions, but it's but such a six shallow. Deficit, yeah, I don't shallow. think you can, I, I think the, this, this movement is the most high skill movement of the competition. Yeah. Without a doubt. I want to see this thing. Is this it right here? The soft fence? <laughs> no, no way. It's that we had to climb over an ab mat. <laughs> I, I like it. Did you call them rooster? I think that's the company. I would say, I would think it's Ruster. Rooster. Like yeah, with a, like with a, with a tap R, not a trill. I liked it better the way you're calling it Rooster. If their name's not Rooster, they need to change it. Uh, okay, uh, here we go. Uh, five workouts done. Um, are, are we feeling any balance uh, uh, to that to that outlier, that 2K run yet? Is, is anything making us think, okay, that's been softened a little bit? We're getting some. Um, for the outlier of the 2K? Well, I, I think let's go back and probably – I don't know. I like to think what JR's guess about them saying, Hey, we've got another workout sponsor. We need to split these two first workouts up and make them separate. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, this is a good workout. If I, you will get to the end, but I didn't like the dumbbell thrusters where they were placed. And I thought that if the dumbbell thrusters were placed in this workout instead of the wall ball, and if the wall ball was placed differently in the final workout, you wouldn't have had the issue with anal, uh, doing none of his dumbbell thruster reps. He Wait, where where's the dumb? Oh, oh, in the final event, the dumbbell yeah, thruster. Final event. Okay. Like I like I would have liked this workout better if it was kind of similar to the way Jr. said three rounds for the last workout. Where if this was three rounds of fifteen ring muscle ups, handstand walk ramp down, fifteen thrusters, handstand ramp walk back. Um, again, that's a lot of pressing, but yeah, the wall ball in that volume is a lot of is a lot of overhead pressing too. It's a lot of shoulder. That workout's not a squat issue for the athletes with the wall ball. Wait, it's what workout overhead. is on? What, where did you go, Taylor? What workout are you on? I'm rings in the ramp. I'm talking about rings in the ramp and how I would have liked it differently. 
Okay. So, and sorry. Taylor, I, I just got some more um, information from a very reliable source that was in Madrid to my point of trying to program for maybe the bottom half of the athletes just as much as the top half. About 50 of the 70 athletes didn't get more than one walk across the ramp obstacle. Yeah, that's embarrassing. And here's the here's the thing about that. The core CrossFit methodology is program for the best and scale for the rest. And that's not shit-talking scaling. It's that if you don't program the standard, the group is never going to reach the standard. You're keeping all of these unfit people who can't do a handstand ramp. If you don't include it, they're never going to be able to do it. But now that 50 of them failed, they're like, fuck, let's, they're going to their gym owners. Like we need a ramp in the gym and they're going to get fitter for it. So here's my question for you. Here's my question for you. And it's a little bit, it's a little bit longer winded. Let's just say you're, you're, you're SM, you're SMTP, right? Yep. And yeah. You're in the same position as HWPO. You love to program. You, I would argue at this point, HWPO has more, more steam in the programming department as any of the other companies do. CompTrain, Mayhem, Invictus. Definitely got more steam than CompTrain. Okay. So that's what you've got going on. And someone comes to you and they say, hey, do we want you to program this event? You're like, really? You want me to program it? Dude, what an honor. I would love to do that. Cool. And you send them the workouts. They're like, dude, I'm sorry, but like, are you programming these these for games athletes? And you say, well, yeah, you're going to have games athletes coming, right? Program for the best, scale for the rest. And they're like, yeah, well, you know, you can leave the obstacle in there because it's cool. And we actually have a, a you know equipment supplier that that makes those. And I would think they would love to showcase them and sell them after the event to make money, Taylor. But that clean ladder, a little bit too heavy. That, uh... That, um, you know, that workout, this is what I'm with, telling them. You, 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 wait a minute, that workout with the, with the legless rope climbs and eh, let's just make those regular rope climbs. So I'm just giving you a scenario that you are in their position. Do you tell them thanks, but no thanks. I don't want the money. Or do you acquiesce and say, okay, I think I can make them a little bit more accessible. Mm, I think they probably paid him. Then he sent them the workouts and they're like, nah, scratch this. And like, he's probably thinking, fuck that. And then they're probably thinking, yeah, but we already paid you. I don't know. I mean, look. Hey, he's not he's not gonna he's not gonna let them say that they're HWPO workouts if they're not HWP workout PO. Exactly. I agree. He's gonna he's gonna send the money back. The, the, but I I mean er, what JR is saying is sounds like how the conversation I, it happens no matter what. Let's say it was the other way around. Hey guys, we have a lot of heavy hitters here. We need to make everything heavier. Like you have to assume that what JR is saying is true on, on some level, what JR is saying is true. They did have a conversation. He didn't just hand them the workouts and they're like, thank you. And then it, it went straight to print. I can't be, can it? And that's, this is why I, that doesn't this even happen at the games. That doesn't even happen at the games. D- Dave or Adrian don't just be like, here's the workouts and it goes to print. Even shit gets changed after that yes but but here's but they don't get changed for the worse at the games like and that's why i think <laughs> i no listen Damn. that's why i think that's why Damn. i think events look at are, the word you chose worse though is based on just like you saying that it's not at the yeah, highest it's my level opinion. it's my opinion right it's, again not my even your, i think but worse you just mean too light too easy too easy i think in my opinion the best competitions are run and programmed by the same people 
and you don't have these group of organizers putting handcuffs on the person who's doing the programming. Look at JR's events. They're so then where do people awesome. go for bitch programming? Uh, <laughs> where do I'm they go for bitches at my event? Uh, who should I choose? <laughs> oh, bitchprogramming.com. Perfect. I mean, like, right. I mean, where do you go then? There are athletes that do that. There are athletes that go around to their, you know, next local competition that's programming fucking single unders and kettlebell swings. And I'm going to, I'm going to get so much trouble doing. for saying this. Uh, we want an event where there are no winners. Uh, this is streetparking.com where we love everyone and we just want everyone to get fit. I don't even know what, what you're alluding to. Just street parking is just like their whole thing is, is that like go out there and have fun. Nah, fuck that. I'm competitive. Right. And that's what I'm saying. But, but what JR is saying is, is like. I just think that if we go back to how we started the, the, the conversation about what the goal is, Hey, this is what we're trying to do here. We're trying to take over. We're trying to, in the first year, not scare everyone away and not program workouts that, Hey man, yeah, they take 80 people, but you're basically just giving them money to pay the podium winners because if you finish yeah. 60 but to this 80, this isn't the first year money. though, JR. No. This isn't the first year. I also want to address Go ahead. Well, it, I mean, it could be the first year of these people programming it. So, do you want to scare everyone away and just be like, "Oh yeah, the workouts are only for games level athletes. I'm never going to make the games, but I still want to do this competition." No, There's a fine you, line there. So, you can have you know, great workouts, you can have but you again, you can have creative th this is just one negative aspect of the workouts. We, well, the we're not even talking the about we're not even content. talking about the fact that five of them are basically the same style of workout with the descending rep scheme. I also want to address Edward. Payne. Oh, that means we won that argument, Jr. Just there, we won. He pivoted. Did you see that? Word. We won. Okay. He pivoted. No, yeah, you guys won. I want to address Edward Payne. <laughs> Payne said he commented, "Can't ramp walk equals unfit." I speak in extremes, Edward. It's part of my personality. It, it's it's and he's not saying that you're unfit. He's just saying that program for the best elite, scale for the rest. Yeah, is it an elite event or not? Like the rest of those fuckers should be doing bear walks. <laughs> <laughs> bear, bear crawls. I did. Oh my God, dude. On my program, we did this workout that Hobart and let me just, I got to talk about this for a second, please. Austin Maliolo and James Hobart shout out to these guys back, back when they had the hand plan, uh, tested a workout for a hero, Alvin cash. He had his silver star, I believe, um, upgraded to a posthumous medal of honor. Crazy story. Guy, guy basically saved like six people out of a burning Bradley fighting vehicle in Iraq as he was engulfed in flames. Like he's on fucking fire, dragging people out of this burning. Uh, What's his name? Alwyn Cash. A-L-W-Y-N-C-A-S-H-E. <clears throat> Anyways, they tested this workout and he posted it on his Instagram. And I saw this workout and the day after I saw him post, I'm like, I'm fucking doing that. And I texted my coach. My coach was like, no, let's not do that. And I was like, nah, fuck that. I'm doing it. <laughs> And uh, the workout was one mile run, 400 meter bear crawl, 100 burpees, 400 meter bear crawl, one mile run in a vest. One of the most savage fucking workouts. So savage. So just to emphasize, you can fuck people up with the bear crawl. I love bear crawling. Awesome. You throw workout. that vest away when you're done with that workout? Dude, I finished that workout and pissed myself. Literally? No, I, not literally, but it was bad. It was gnarly. The, the The vest with the bear crawl is one of the hardest things I've ever done. I did it last weekend without the vest. I just started running again. So I'm like, I'm not running with the vest. And it was still hard. But the vest, with a vest, it's fucking insane. Anyways, moving on. The Madrid CrossFit Championships brought to you by 
Rooster. Created to push your limits. Rooster. Roostergymnastics.com. Workout number... Seven. Seven. Six. Uh, six. Six. Uh, seven rope climbs. 400 or 500 meters on the true form. That's that... Uh, I don't get that either. That's that machine where it's a treadmill, but it doesn't have power. You power it. And then uh, 12 meters. What is that? 30, 40 feet. Overhead lunge if i'm a lady i'm insulted that i'm running 100 meters less than the true form what's the point yeah what is the point of that well, you could put more weight into the belt and pull it easier with more weight that that's the argument i'm not saying i agree with it that's the argument do you agree with it wait no. what do you mean put okay, more weight in the belt it's it's, it's 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 running yeah but you you the bigger you're you are it. you're still pulling it with your yeah especially weight. a true oh. form there's like a little resistance in the true forms and the bigger you are and the longer your stride is the more advantage you have uh, six, uh, sixth workout. You guys happy with it? Now we're getting some pulling. JR wanted some pulling. We got seven rope climbs. That's not enough pulling. And it needs to be legless to make JR happy. No. I, I like the workout no. like this. No, that's not. Yeah, that's not true. Uh, we, we haven't seen all the workouts yet. We don't know if there's another higher level upper body pull yet. W- what's going on through my head though, when I look at this along with the other workouts is okay. So this is a mini chipper. Mm. Is this the chipper? Is there another chipper? Is the other chipper long? Is there still a long workout coming? Those are that's what's going on through my head. This is a four to five minute workout. This is really so short. short. So short. I like it better if it's three legless, four regular, five hundred meter true form, sixty foot lunge, and then it's all numbers pretty for Jr. Uh, three rounds. No, one round. Three legless rope climbs. <sighs> why? Why? Why not three rounds? We, I mean, we need something that's twenty minutes long. Three rounds. They told, they told. They castrated Matthew Frazier. How can he fucking program a good okay. event when you cut okay. his dick off? Right. All right. They gave him a clock that only goes to fourteen minutes. Jeez, stopwatch. Louise. All right. Is that is that your is that which, how you're going to defend him too, Jr. Like, why isn't this three rounds? Why aren't we going for a twenty minute workout? No, I don't. I don't think this is the one that has to be long. I just think there should we're, be. Well, we're running out of time be. here. We only there have two workouts okay, left. Okay, well, let's spoiler alert. There's not a long workout. They, they, <laughs> they didn't let him program a long workout. Yeah, I will say it's worth noting too that so we have we have um what uh forty feet forty ish forty five feet overhead walking lunge for the meters people um with about one eighty five one thirty five. So after running hard, yeah, that's going to hurt. And people that don't have good overhead stability, maybe they can't do that fast and unbroken. But it's worth noting too, just to look and see what we've done so far. We've done handstand pushups. We've done handstand walking over an obstacle. We've done overhead lunge. Um, we've done dumbbell overhead squat, which is also an overhead stability test. So if we're looking at movements movement patterns and redundancy in movement patterns we're seeing a lot of overhead in the competition again maybe just the style of hwpo that you know it's going to be overhead a lot of overhead but it's I just, love overhead. It's oh, just oh, thought. it's just okay. a thought going through going on through my head yeah, i like yeah. overhead I, I yeah i don't mind the overhead i love overhead i also don't mind the redundancy of it i think kind of like the 2017 crossfit games and how much squatting there was like when you look at it it's like mm, that's a lot of squatting but it's also it's still a good test that year was just squat heavy. This guy also, Jesse Mosqueda says we're obsessed with pulling. And let me just tell you, it's really fucking important to be able to pull your body weight. Body weight pulling is important. It's like running. Look at monkeys. 
this hey, is something wait. I always push back on people too when they say you fuck you you have a lot of upper body pulling but you don't have a lot of upper body pushing why well because in by design of weightlifting snatch and clean and jerk you go overhead loaded so you do push presses you do push jerks you do clean and jerks you do snatches you don't do upper body pulling movements with a barbell. Mm-hmm. That's why. Ever. That's why you make sure that you program enough upper body pulling. You do that once, sumo deadlift high pull, and people don't do that anyway. So it's, yeah. One, A, that's why you program a lot of upper body pulling, but also because climbing is a fucking fundamental part of being a human being. We're not meant to sit in a chair behind a computer and talk about workouts. We're meant to go climb and run and swim and do shit. Um. Uh. Let me go back to that for a second. When you said, "Jerry, you're saying that a, a, dev, a deadlift, a clean, um, a snatch is not upper body pulling. No, Negative. it's a lower body pull. Lower body pulling. Your arms are straight in in those movements through the pull. Meaning lower body pulling. Meaning the pull is driven from from the hips. From so the if you right. think about a snatch right. and it, right. your arms are straight. Right. Right. Uh, Like if you go through and you just list um, all the CrossFit movements, you know, Savon, yeah, you're going (laughs) to list way more presses than you are pulls. Right, right. Because because you're going to be able to list a lot of movements that can be done with dumbbells, with a barbell, with a kettlebell, whatever, that are all pressing. And you're not going to probably say gorilla rows or bent over pinlay rows because those are never programmed in competition. Ever. Uh, fair. I, I, I do want to say this just from the, the layman's perspective. The three coolest things that happen inside of a CrossFit gym are, uh, and, and probably in this order, is uh, so, uh, someone getting their first pull-up who never thought they'd get a pull-up in their life. Oh. Um, someone someone uh, deadlifting, you know, 135 or 225 or for the, for the first time. You know, you, know, you get some uh, someone in there and they finally get to put the 45s or 245s on. And then the 30, the third thing is, is when someone fucking gets a double under who's five been in the gym for five years, these basic things. Um, and, and, and when you, when someone can finally pull, I know I'm just way off subject cause we're talking about elite people, but when someone can finally do a pull up, their whole fucking life changes. It's their whole life changes. I never climbed a tree in my life until I got a pull up. And as soon as I could climb a tree, uh, do a pull up, I, I, I lived in trees for years. I climbed every tree I fucking saw. Heidi, shut up. She's still talking about JR. Flying is important too. Oh. Okay. That's my <laughs> horse. Adrian, listen up. 150, 120 from here on out. Sandbags. Listen. Attention. All right, let's go on the next workout. Okay. Uh, I'm getting a little nervous. I'm getting a little nervous. So the two big things that we, we still have not seen, uh, the pulling we want to see, and we haven't seen anything to balance out this 2K. We also have still only seen. Um, and, and you guys don't have any good excuses for that. You guys are keep, you guys want to defend Matt to the death on uh, the short time domains. I get it. There were 7,000 competitors. Okay. 500 teams. Um, but, uh, oh, but we don't have an excuse for no pooling and uh, the and, and the 2K yet, right? Maybe they only had one rig. I don't fucking know. But yeah, <laughs> not, not a great uh, excuse. Okay. Here we go. Uh, yoke and roll. Workout number seven. Not a big no. fan of the name, too. No offense, but come on. Yoke and roll. 60 cal row, 40 cal row for the women, then four rounds. 
20 GHD sit-ups, 20 meter yoke carry. Uh, uh, what was the weight of the yoke at the games for the men? 560? 560? This looks yeah, to be around, so. uh, this is around like a, uh, five, this is 500, right? Yeah. So, so you know, this is heavy. This is heavy, right? Yeah. Absolutely. We're getting there. We're getting there. And, and this is good. This is a, this is a, this checks that box. Um, JR mentioned in the beginning for, uh, you must like the, um, mm. you I must love, like the, mm. I love Let's his affinity back. for, I love his affinity for odd objects or who, whoever was that wrote stimulus number three stimulus. You like, you like this movement selection, JR, right? We got row GHD and yoke carry. You like the stimulus, but, uh, time I, domain. I do, not, I, I do not, I do not like the first two and a half to three and a half minutes at all. It's no. the same thing as round one and two. You have a monostructural buy-in with now a gymnastic core movement and a weightlifting movement. I just don't like that we're doing, still doing buy-ins of machine when everyone knows that you can only mess up the workout by doing that at too fast too, of a yeah, pace. Too fast. And everyone just does it at a 1,400 pace and everyone's like, okay, cool, guys. So we're going to get off in about two and a half to three minutes, and everyone's going to go to the GHD at the same time. Yep, that's what we're all going to do. Okay, unless, cool. Unless you make it part of the score. Score one, 60. Or, or you put it at the end. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's You do amazing. four rounds, and then you end on the rower. Now, beautiful for, for viewership experience, there's nothing worse than doing that. There's nothing worse than watching. But wait, they put their hand finish, up when they're finished the workout on the machine, waiting on hands to go in the air. There's nothing worse. But for a stimulus and for a for a test, there's maybe nothing better. Remember the year in the open that you had the muscle ups, the wall balls, and the rowing, and you had to do it the way you wanted to do it. And a lot of people that were really successful finished on the row and they just emptied the tank on the row. It is an exciting way to finish a workout from a pain tolerance standpoint, mm -hmm. maybe not from a viewership standpoint. So to me, either you make the row part of the triplet. So you make it part of the four rounds, like 20 calories per round that already makes you have to row a little bit harder. But if anything, you just don't put it as a buy-in because at that point it's meaningless. Look at Jackie. Boz made it certain paces so that everyone couldn't game it. And let's just look at one more thing. Go back oh, to round I one. I see what you're two. saying. For those of you, yeah. sorry, sorry, real quick. For those of you who don't know, uh, Jackie, he's referring to Jackie in the games this year. And if you didn't do the rower in a certain amount of time, the workout was over for you. And that actually did happen to uh, Rebecca Fuselier and Christy Aramo O'Connell. Right. Wow. Okay. I like it. Uh, what about this? Uh, Taylor, don't forget what you're going to say. Uh, what about this? Uh, okay. No, I won't forget what I'm going to say. Go ahead, Taylor. Scroll up to round one and round two. They were back-to-back -back workouts, allegedly. 2K run, then dot, 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 30, 20, 10, toe -to bar, dumbbell, overhead squat. Now scroll back to yoke and roll. Oh, shit. 60, 40 uh, calorie row, then four rounds for time, GHG set up, yoke carry. So you got, I mean, it's just. There's something so, I'm starting to feel like this is lazy programming. It's just so similar. It's so similar. So we're lacking the creativity. Let's just do five, 21, 15, nines. Uh, what about this, uh, what Jesse Masqueda 
is saying. Uh, we got some pulling. Is is rowing upper body pulling? Since no, it's, I, I mean lower body no, pulling since no. you open the hip. I don't. I don't think you can ever put pull put rowing or skiing within a workout into the category of. Well, there's your pulling right there. Because yeah, you get because you get yeah. you you get an advantage for being heavier and bigger on a row and a skier, and you get punished on a legless rope climb or a strict pull up or a pegboard if you're heavier. So different. Thanks for letting me read that and get my shit torn up. Jesse, thank you. Uh, well, uh, okay, but we do like the movement, uh, GHD, and we do like the yoke carry. We're happy to see these. Welcome to the club, guys. By itself, I, I, cool. I, I love that combination. I think yeah. it's an awesome midline test. I think if you just did five rounds of 2020, that's a perfect, that's a great workout on its own. Do you think better, it's a great workout in conjunction with the other? seven and in conjunction with the 30 20 10 midline test yeah i i don't i I don't think that that this gives us much variance other than like a different kind of implement and a um another form of horizontal displacement like you have the sandbag carry you have the yoke carry and then you'll do they'll do the sled at the end so in that regard i think it's great but as far as fitting together to form a complete test i don't hey uh what what if we um what if we throw in for, uh, for four rounds to make this one longer because this one is a seven-minute time domain? It's what not if we put rep pulling either? Let's do. What if we do twenty toes to bar, twenty GHD sit up, twenty meter yoke carry, four rounds? Just really start attacking the midline even. I more. hope someone has the balls to do that. One of the one of the a really nasty workout is three rounds for time, thirty toes to bar, thirty GHD sit ups. Nasty. Another weird one that I don't know if a lot of people know, uh, you, I'm sure you guys know, but when you start mixing GHD and uh, ring muscle-ups. Some GHD, weird ring muscle-up, GHD, bar-facing burpee. Yeah, some sh- weird shit starts happening. It was in the quarterfinals this year. Hip flexors. Hip flexors get all fucked up. It's fun to watch. Fun to do. Okay, so this up, up till now, this is, this is the worst workout we've seen. No. Mm. <sighs> worst? God. No, it's just the totality. The context and the totality relative to the other workouts yeah but but um jr was pretty adamant about um that's a good look for you jr just cover your face and show your arms uh (laughs) uh, um jr really doesn't like that row at the beginning yeah i i am i don't like it either i don't like let's talk about this second we're 90 minutes in why can't someone just say to matt uh, Matt, dude, awesome workout. Throw that rower in at the end, and it'll be a barn burner. Mm, who knows? If I'm Matt, I'm going to push back and say, no, dude, that's going to be the most boring thing ever to watch. Well, there's As no a, fucking so, broadcast, so who cares? <laughs> so what you're saying is, is, and I agree with you, you're saying that that 20-meter uh, yoke carry at the end of the fourth round, people are going to be pushing it, and there's going to be tension there. I don't know. I think right. it's cool to watch. I think it's cool to watch Tim Paulson fucking go on the Echo Bike. I think it would be cool to see who's in pain and who's fucking selling out on the rower to win. You can still see the race there. Hook their screens up to the TV, and you can still see the race. What, 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 let me, let me challenge you guys with this. What would you, let's take the row out. Uh, what, what would you put in there to finish it then as a race? What, what if the workout started four, four rounds, 20 GHD sit-ups, 20 meter yoke carry, and then four rounds of that, and then a race at the end, what would it be? I like JR's. I like the row at the end. Personally. No, JR's, but JR's say, saying, I don't think JR's a hundred percent happy with that. 
because of the spectator. Uh, you can't uh, lunge again. There's already been an overhead lunge, but that would be a really cool finish to that workout because of how midline focused it was. Yeah, and I kind of like what we've been doing. We've been looking at the workouts and saying, okay, cool. Yeah, we like this, but this is maybe what we would tweak about it to make it the same or you know, to make it a little bit better. So just putting the row at the end or putting the row within the triplet mm-hmm. and not just have it be. I, I don't think you just need to say the row yeah. doesn't need to be there at all. If the row needs to be in there, we can look at the MWG spread, but there's not like it's super heavy and monostructural. If the row's in there, great. I think at row, the end four rounds. or in the middle is, is better. What was the name of that workout? Yoke and roll. roll. How come I can't find it here on the... um... Should have been yoke and row. And move the row to the end. Would have been cool. Oh, here it is. Okay. Uh, Emma McQuaid won this 639. Then Emma Tall. Amy Kringle from the Isle of Man. like to have her on the show. For the dudes. Hey, this this show is now twice as long, more than twice as long as how much time they spent uh, exercising. They were on the floor for a total, according to this document, the men about 46 minutes and the and the women 50 minutes. Uh, Jeff, oh, some guy named Jelly Hosty, Hosty Jelly, 636. You Travis said Mayers. 46 and 50? 640. What are you talking about? I'm just I'm looking at the uh, the winners of that event. Oh, so the totality. So the entire eight events. I'm looking at the total minutes of this document you made. The uh, women. Okay. The women were about on the floor. About the most was 46, uh, 50 uh, minutes, and the men uh, forty six minutes. And this show already is a hundred minutes. So we've doubled. The show's twice as long as the event. Yeah, we're working way harder than them. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, the best event. Uh, how come I can't get there? How come I, oh, uh, this, this workout is completely batshit crazy. Although it opens up, JR, are you immediately happy when you see the 50 chest bar? Yeah, for sure. Uh, tw- uh, 30 calories on the fan bike. Not so happy. Uh, 20, uh, double dumbbell thrusters. <clears throat> Uh, they needed a heavier squat, so in that regard, I think that is good. But I'm not saying that's where the thrusters need to be, or that I would have put the thrusters in this workout. Is that a heavier <laughs> thruster? It's a seven. Well, it's a. It's almost a seventy-five. Yeah, yeah, it's sixty-five. What I would have liked to have seen, I was alluding to this earlier. I thought it would have been cooler had the workout been for the ring muscle up workout, three rounds, 15 ring muscle ups, handstand walk, 15 dumbbell thrusters. And then you put the thrusters in a place where the athletes aren't sprinting to such a degree that you have an athlete like anal getting away with bullshit reps. They're just, you can't operate at that speed in the ring muscle up workout anyways. And you take the wall ball and you start this workout with 60 wall balls, 50 chest to bar, maybe 40 cal bike. And then, uh, 30 meter tank push or 60 wall ball, 50 chest to bar, 40 meter tank push, um, 30 cal fan bike to finish. Get him, Jesse. Upper pulling. But it's uh, not two, enough. It's not enough in the totality, Jesse, unfortunately. Too, too little, too late, JR, on the on the pulling. No, I, I think with 
I think with seven rope climbs being a, a set of seven, not just like seven sprinkled throughout a workout, there's density there. I think starting the workout here with 50 for the level of athletes that we know were there is is a good chunk. And then some are going to argue still, and, and you can argue that, that a ring muscle up is an upper body push plus pull or pull plus push, whatever. Um, again, I think the chest to bars are good here. I think they needed to be here. You still have some hanging with the 60 toes to bar, even though we, me and Taylor don't think of that as an upper body pulling movement. I don't think the workout the, that the competition as a whole is lacking pulling movements. I would just say maybe that the types Volume. of movements yeah. are not something that we would put in there. Volume or type. Could you guys tell I just shut the door to my office? Yeah, we heard it. Did you, could you hear the noises outside? No. No. My neighbors are having like movie night in their fucking backyard on like a giant projector. It was like someone was getting killed. It was crazy. Oh, shit. What movie are they so, watching? I don't know, but I was like, what the fuck is that? I'm glad you guys didn't hear it. Uh, JR and Taylor versus Friendly. Where did Sevy go? I did. Okay. Uh, fan bike. Um, go. Before I go to the fan bike, can we take out the, the torque tank and just put, how about, what if we just had it finished with another 50 chest to bar pull-ups or not even chest to bar, just 50 pull-ups. And up and back would have been cool. If the rigs advanced, I think they're looking for a race finish where you can visually see people across the floor, but you don't get that from the tank because it's not, you don't get rewarded for pushing harder. You get punished. So why the fuck would people race on it? I'm looking for, there's two things I'm looking for. I'm looking for uh, uh, anyone healthy who's died from COVID and anyone in a competition event who has passed while pushing the torque tank. Has there <laughs> ever been a change of position? Fucking nuts. In the 550-meter sprint at the CrossFit Games, there were change of positions. God, it's fucking so bad. Okay, fan bike. Let's go. Uh, you don't like the fan bike there, Jer? People that because were that at was the, the separator. People that were at the competition have relayed information, so I don't know what to do but to trust what they say. That after the bike, there was no separation. So essentially, whoever could hammer the bike was the person that won the workout. Yeah, whoever could go unbroken on the chest bar and hold a hard pace on the bike, which is I actually maybe, maybe not even go unbroken. Yeah, you're right. Maybe not even go unbroken on the chest bar. Yeah, I mean. With the amount of work done on the bike, yeah, with the chest of bar coming first, I think it does balance it a little bit with that big chunk of 50. But I do still think that the bike mattered a lot in this workout, and maybe that was the intent. Remember, we have to we we have to say that that what we think the workout looks like as far as balance standpoint, maybe the point wasn't balance. I didn't want balance, I just wanted the bike to determine who won. Yeah. And that's it. It was a race to the dumbbells and no one should put down 20, do 10 advance, then do 10 more and then push the sled. That's but it's it. tough. It's tough because if the fan bike is what matters in this workout uh, and the 2K run is what matters in that workout. And now you have two workouts where what really matters was the monostructural and you've only got eight events. And why? And, and, and basically, the workout's even worse than I thought. Then, because the the fourth movement, the, you already know whoever gets to that first is the winner. 
So, so, but now you're telling me that whoever got off the fan bike first is the winner. So as soon as the fan bike's done, you can just go out to the parking lot and get in your car and leave and miss the traffic. Yeah. So this is what we talk about when we talk about something mattering more in a workout. I think it's important to explain. So when you look at this workout, you look at time per movement is what a lot of people will do. So one second, a rep for the chest to bar, they're actually done faster than that by a lot of the elites, but let's just say one second per rep and you go unbroken with transition. That's a minute of work. And then the dumbbell thrusters is no more than a minute of work. Definitely under a minute. If you do 10 advance, take a breath, do 10 more. And then the tank was probably about a minute. So I don't know of many people that are going to hammer 30 in a minute, probably not, a little bit more after out. 50 chest bar. So what yeah, we're talking not. about is more time by far is spent on the bike than any of the other movements out of the four. And what's the conclusion there? What is there a, it's just an observation or there's a point. Well, I think there's a group of people out there that'll say, Oh, this workout just came down to who is good at echo bike. And then there's going to be people that say, Oh no, I actually think that there's a little bit more balance here than you think. I think the dumbbells maybe were a little bit harder coming off a hard bike or that the 50 chest of bar slowed some people down. We're talking about the elite of the elite. Right. And when I look at it, I say, okay, whoever can put out on that bike is going to win. And I, I just, I also don't like how it's those 20 dumbbell thrusters, such a hard movement to judge. And you put them right there where people are going to sprint them and fuck them up. And you watch the guy do no reps and, la you know, jump Sharunky in the uh, standings and make 9,000 more euros than him. No shit. Doing... That's what happened in that workout. Yeah. He jumped, he jumped Sharunky. <laughs> got 9k more euros and he doing, didn't do a single fucking thruster to standard wow no offense to the guy, no offense to the guy. his hip creased no. close to going below below the top of the knee and he did not lock a single fucking thruster out overhead they so were wait all so in front of his face with the bent elbows like this so this guy D david shrunk was ahead of yeah. this guy oh shit three points oh my goodness that's wow. ass Wow. It's, a, it's, it's, it's judging. It's not the dumbbell thrusters fault. It's the judging, but you're not making it easy on the judges. 9,000 euros. Shit. And if we go back to the whole echo bike discussion here, that was a big topic this year when we talked to athletes about semifinals programming machine and heavy. what seemed to be the, the um, bias toward machine work. And I think it's really important to understand that you can put machines in a workout and not make them be, Machine. the linchpin of the workout you can put an echo bike in a three minute workout and you can still do it to where the bike doesn't determine who wins you can it's put it in a 20 yeah. you could put in a 25 minute workout and not let it decide who wins so you know to end this and i think this is just something good to do you pull up one of taylor's workouts from his competition that starts with a hundred calories on the echo bike you pull up a workout from one of my competitions. That's a 21-15-9 workout, a three-minute workout that starts with 21 calories on the echo bike. And in neither of those workouts, the shortest of time domains and the longest of time domains, did the bike decide who won? Yeah. Uh, JR's workout was 21 calorie echo bike, 15 muscle up, nine thrusters at 165, 115. And so, again, the I bike sent the mattered. pictures to the group. Yeah. Still the bike can probably pull it up. The bike mattered. The bike mattered for sure. But if you're breaking the muscle ups, you lost the workout. If you drop the barbell on the thruster, you lost the workout. So it's not the linchpin. Uh, my workout was a, a long chipper 
um, of a hundred calorie echo bike. Here we go. Event seven is from his first year. That's got echo uh, bike. No, cars. event seven's from last year. Uh, well, I'm sorry. sorry. I meant I was reading from left to right. Yeah, left yeah. to right. This is an example of a pretty big chunk starting on the bike with a dense set of strict handstand pushups and a sled that was long enough and heavy enough and that rewarded you for output because it was on attack turf, turf with the yeah. same sleds. You guys are making me I, I knew I hated the machines in events. I hated the the bike. I I remember I hated the rower. I hated the uh the true forms. The the fucking skier is the absolute worst Id, idiot idiots program that. And uh, and, and now you've only convinced me even more. They're basically just training implements. To put them anywhere is lazy. Well, here's to the put them thing. in any competition is fucking lazy. I disagree. It is I one dis- step less lazier than the torque tank. You you don't know you're a programmer and you don't know how to fatigue someone, and so you put that fucking thing in there. That's <laughs> it. That's what it is. You, oh, I don't have enough room. Oh, I don't want to make them do thrusters. They've done too many thrusters. I don't want to make. Can, you how can about only just do fucking do double unders? So many times. Say that yeah. again. You can, you can only run and do double under so many times. I, I hear think you. Machines have their place. I, I and I I get what you're saying, but they they do have their place. It's an aspect of fitness. But to just put them in here's every the thing. Workout, there's, 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 there's no, there's nothing from the fan perspective where I can empathize with what the athlete is going through while he's on that machine to then how he feels to the next event, unless I've done it. Okay. I, I, I get what you're saying. I but but saying. if I see a guy pick up a refrigerator and run across a fucking field, I know I, I can't do that. That's fucking gnarly. It's yeah, that's cool. I, I know what you're saying, but you, you also got to keep in mind, uh, sponsors. Not Bro, everyone's as smart as me. Fans. That's, that's all I hear you say. Anyways, to kind of counter ourselves, I do want to mention we just talked about not 10 minutes ago what the point of the 60 calorie row was in the beginning of a workout where it didn't matter. And now we're talking about putting a machine in a workout where it isn't the linchpin. And so we're kind of uh, contradicting ourselves a little bit. I think it just goes back to what was the purpose of the workout. Do we all agree that putting the torque tank in there is just at the end is fucking stupid. It should have been in the middle or at the start. I think the buy-in should have been the torque tank push, then 50 chest bar fatigue him a little bit. I like the 50 chest bar and I'm a lot more happy with the volume of upper body pulling. Why not just give them a regular sled if you want to fatigue them? Well, they don't have turf. That's fine. You put the sled, you put the torque tank at the beginning. It doesn't matter if you can't race on it. That's fine. You make them push it 60 meters, kind of light, and then do 50 chest bar. Savage workout. There's don't, there, don't there, shake your finger at me. There's also there's also something consistent with the workouts that you just had on the screen that is not similar to that row into the couplet. All those workouts we put up were chippers. They were yeah. all there were two of them were trip were mini chippers with three movements. So once you did the bike, you didn't come back to it. Yep. Once you did the handstand push, you didn't come back to it. Yours was a longer version of that where you only did the machine once. The difference in the yoke and roll workout is once you did the row, you didn't just do a big chunk of GHDs and then finish on the yoke. You used the row as a buy-in to the four rounds for time. It was presented in a much different way. When you have that many transitions, there are two transitions in this in these two workouts that are event sevens. Two. 
in that workout, there are seven transitions. So you're just not saying counting the yeah, transition from the rower. You're saying in that workout, the the row is irrelevant, and you're saying in your workouts, the machines aren't irrelevant, but they're also not the linchpin. I agree. Just the same in my workout, 100 calories. There's no way you can call that irrelevant. It's just not the only relevant thing. Yeah, I think that in a dead sprint in any of the three workouts that we put on the screen was a recipe for losing the workout. Absolutely. Just like it was on the row. So people aren't going to do that. People aren't going to waste themselves on the row. I'm just saying it was more consequential in those three workouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause you, cause while you can lose it by sprinting it, you can also lose it by sandbagging it. Correct. Yep. Yeah. You can't sandbag a hundred calorie row. You're going to be there for 10 fucking minutes and then your workout's over. Same oh, thing with the 21s. Can you, <clears throat> can you program an entire CrossFit games with no machines and people be okay with it and be like, yep, that was the best games ever. Yeah. Uh, a CrossFit games event. Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. You could use real life implements that aren't machines. Jer. I think you need a little bit of a monostructural variance. And if you're not going to be able to, bike for real or swim for real. If you're not going to be able to do those things that you need to be able to do something other than run, you need machines for sure. But I think at the games you don't, because you can do all those other things. You can swim, you can row, you can run lots of shit. You can make them do make them run in sand in Wisconsin. Bill can get it there. Dear Bill. We will buy sand, rogue sand. Yeah, <laughs> they could sell that to CrossFitters. Uh, gentlemen, overall, uh, please, please. Confused. We're not done. I want to. I want to put one more thing. Can you pull up the please. Canada West programming quick? And yes. we just yes. shuffle. Through I'm in it? no hurry. I'm chill. I'm chill. All right. All right. I'm, I'm about to. When we're done, I'm just gonna eat and watch TV. Watch. Oh, fighting. me too. Uh, me too. Let me see. Where Where did I put? I know you sent me a link. And the email. Just go to your email. Click the link. Click the link in our bio. Uh, but I already pulled it up. I don't know where the fuck it is. Didn't I Where did you buy shirt? that shirt? Didn't On I Amazon? St- Zach, Zach got it for me. Shout out to Zach Strill. I didn't know this was actually a Sopranos quote. I just like to say it. It's it's not. It's Someone not. else. That that no, it's not. I would, uh, I would like for I would like for Travis to like take take a picture of me and act like uh, put a cigar in my mouth and i think that would be a funny shirt oh and you're or, saying or, that yes yeah, brian friend gave me a really cool shirt travis you could get this cast up it would just say your programming sucks dick <laughs> uh okay uh, i'm not sharing a screen right now right because i'm going to my emails okay good So this was the event that happened uh, just prior to the games. This is where uh, people who didn't make it to the games. Yeah, went right after out. the games. Right after? No, right before. Right, right after. after. Right after. Okay. These workouts are fucking awesome and programmed by HWPO. So cool. Uh, uh, games were uh, workout one. Wow. You know what I just did? I it's just a cool ex- website. Oh, the website's so cool. I need to. I need to hit up their web designer. I just hit the full screen, so now our video is in full screen, and I can't see the chat, and I'm kind of liking it. Oh, yeah, that is nice. Okay, so you like this. Rope climbs, running, barbell snatch. Yeah, 15 rope climbs and the ascending snatch. So cool. 
Hey, did you guys watch the get with the programming version of of uh, review of the Madrid program uh, Madrid uh, championships CrossFit championships? Did not, not I, yet. I've been crushed. Not enough. Time. I know that's this really workout, stupid that I didn't watch that. One of my favorite workouts, and it has a torque push in it. Still, one of my favorite workouts. Uh, justify that for me. Justify it's that. It's in the for middle. Me. It's in the middle. It's not inconsequential, but it's not the linchpin of the workout. You're, it's going to make the next set of strict handstand pushups harder. They still get all the money from the torque company. You can still push the sled on any surface and it's fair for all the competitors. I'm trying to think what in what sport. Is there anything like that? It's like, it's almost like the checker flags up in racing. Mm. I can't pass anyone here. I mean, I'm trying to think like <laughs> the check um, flag the f- or what, what the white flag, sorry, the white flags up. What, what's the flag in racing? I think it I, isn't a yell. I don't fucking know, dude. In NASCAR. Can you, do you, do you, are you okay with the torque tank? JR, you, you, you justify that. Ah, it's okay. It's in the middle. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's in it's Canada. Okay. You, it's so, okay. No, it's, no. I'm just saying within the context of the workout, it doesn't make the workout <laughs> bad at all. No, it's fine. There's 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 gonna be separation when they get to the tank already. So separation's already been created. And then it's gonna fatigue them a lot for the back half of the workout, which is uniform throughout. So I in hear that, you. In that respect, and as a spectator, I think we get zero appreciation for that fatigue. I think it, it I I can't stand it. Yeah, I'm not convinced. Whatever, it's an amazing workout regardless of the torque tank. Move on to the next No, one. it can't be an amazing workout if somewhere yeah, in the middle it's not. It has it, burpee bar muscle-ups. I have an erection. <laughs> it does, at some point, it's not even a competition in the middle of the workout. It's just so a fucking, fucking new, cool. Uh, here, uh, you like this one? Uh, this is savage. I love this workout. So fucking cool. I'm going to do this tomorrow. Sorry, I rest tomorrow. I'm doing this Monday. I was just reading. Yeah, so, I mean, I if, real bad. you know, if you look at Madrid – and I, I really don't think anyone's going to argue that, oh, no, man, that was that was your interval. That was your work rest. You did the run, and then you got some rest, and you did the couplet. That workout you just put on the screen, that format, we talk about looking at movement variants. We talk about looking at time domains. We talk about looking at formats of workouts. Creativity. Do you have chippers? Do you have rounds for time? Do you have descending? Do you have ascending? Do you have a short chipper? Do you have a long chipper? Do you have an interval workout? This is beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. You look at the first workout as a descending rep scheme, weightlifting gymnastic. The next workout is an up and back chipper. This workout is interval. Let's go to the next one. Wait, hold on. Let me sh- also show you this. I didn't see any of this HWPO branding on the Madrid. Did you? Mm-mm. No, I think they bought the – I really do think what that guy said maybe has some weight to it. Like maybe they bought the fucking – the scaled package. <laughs> I mean, they're up there. Dude, I mean, they're I up know. there at the I top. Mean, they're up there at the top on the. Yeah, on the kind of. But look at this. This yeah. fucking can can. Dude, Canada West game sucked his meat, and for and it was worth it. And Madrid just kind of like fucking. Oh wait, wait! It's not here on this workout. Wait, what workout is this? What number? I don't see it here. All right. Well, you don't see it. Anyways, another sick workout. Axle bar thrusters. Very cool. Handstand walk, axle bar thruster, handstand walk, axle bar thruster. I mean, they're kind of giving away a little bit of what he likes, that descending rep scheme, but I still love the workout. And then to finish with an overhead lunge, that's a nasty fucking workout. Uh, and, and so so if you were going to fix Madrid, the, the it's it's take the torque takeout. Uh, I think they just buy whatever, whatever Canada West bought. 
take out the 2000 meter run at the beginning and uh change make everything and, and change the time domain make make get, get some longer workouts i was gonna say i i mean i think simply you know because we can you know, what this we've been doing the majority of cool this two hours too. is basically just saying what we like and what we think is good and not necessarily what wasn't crossfit and what was crossfit i think if you make a workout 15 plus minutes it's already exponentially better mm-hmm that's it. This is this is a cool workout. You start and finish with the row. Keyword finished with the row. You've got chest to bar in the middle. They count. Another nasty workout. Why do you say why do you say that, JR? Would you say that if they made it a 5K instead of a 2K? Now it's longer than 15 minutes. For sure. And I wondered, actually, this that's a, a great question. Cause I thought to myself, if you go to the Instagram announcements of all the workouts, which are really cool from Madrid, they show the running course for that. That's why I said that in the beginning. If Matt was like, okay, cool, listen, we got 4K run into 30, 20, 10. So you have four, three, two, one, essentially. Like the numbers look pretty. 4K run into blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, that's going to be a little too long. Can you just do a 2K? Like if you make that a 5K run, I think it's, an, I think it's, a, it's already a way, way, way more rounded competition. Taylor will probably say, well... You still got that single modality that I don't really like, but I no, still I like think- it. I like it in that going right into the 30, 20, 10, 20, 30, 20, 10, E 10. Dusty's saying, Hey, cut the, uh, do a cut maybe after day one and after day two and, and, and get the program. No, he's trying to tell the competition not to make as much money, meaning don't bring in as many athletes. I was going to say, do you think that cutting people is going to, um, He's saying Not don't let agents up for the following year. Yeah, they're trying to make money, Dusty. All right. Let's be sensitive to that. Oh, he's saying just allow yeah. less peeps from the beginning. Well, that's even yeah. worse. Exactly. Um, all right. Is there anything else we want to talk about? What are we doing next? What's the next programming show we're doing? Who who's getting it next? Who's getting we should it? Should do one on Rogue. Oh. Oh, and, and when when do those announcements come out? Probably the week of, and we're we going can do one ahead. on Beach Brawl if we want to. Oh, that was mayhem programming. Ah, I hate to, I hate to do a show on their competition though. Yeah, we don't. I mean, it's not, it's not as big as like it's sacrilege. Like if we say anything bad, we're not going to heaven. No, no, it's just like why do we want to talk about Beach Brawl? Last year their workouts fucking sucked, so bad. They paid mayhem to do it this year. Let's talk about Rogue. Can we talk about Rogue a little bit? Can we talk a little bit about what we're thinking about doing at Rogue yet? Oh, shit. Yeah. That's a really that's a really good point. Uh, well, let me click this one of Rich Froning real quick. Test endurance, power, and strength with Concept2 skier. Comment your favorite skier. By the way, no one no one in the world has ever looked this good doing the skier. Just right here. This no, is I only- did today. Oh, yeah, Taylor shit. has a picture on my Instagram. It looks I look fat as shit. I look so fat. Cue <laughs> uh, of skin, um, all of it. Cue of skin. <laughs> I'm going to go to uh, roguefitness.com. Uh, is that is that the website? Fitness. Yeah, this is. Let's check this out here really quick. Uh, share screen. Um, uh, uh, Real media doesn't do this uh, up front. We do this behind the scenes. Where do you see where it says on here that the the event shit? What event shit? Now you uh, scroll up, I believe. Up top, you think it's up here somewhere? Um, e- somewhere. I so think it's just, down at the bottom. Maybe you're right. 
about us policy website contact rogue gym rogue athletes rogue equipment index zeus i think they've got their own i think rogue invitational is it's like is its own own website or at least when it's happening it's that banner just look up rogue invitational there you go there we go just type in one letter in his google search history bar let's go one letter at a time this is <laughs> this is oh this was this is i'm still on the site um and so uh buy tickets uh prize first tickets quality commander. oh I, where's the button for like to be media get on the list stay up to date uh volunteer portal no no contact us oh other info uh contact uh oh they uh, they don't have a place to do email they're smart. Connect. App. I don't know where you sign up for the media. Dear Bill and Katie. Oh, yeah, we got to do that. Get Susa on that. Hey, Susa, your wedding's over now. <laughs> dear dear Bill and Katie, I would... Uh, uh, JR, I need seven ropes. <laughs> J, JR and Taylor. Um are going to be in Columbus for, where is it? Austin. They're going to Austin, Texas for the Rogue Invitational. We would like a special wristband so they could get closer than the other peons and um, stream stuff, uh, reports back to me um, in my office here. Thank you. Is that a Easy tennis up. racket on that on that sofa? Yeah, pretty cool, right? Dude, do you play tennis? I do, I, I do play tennis, but this guy um, from Komodo... They uh they sent this to my son. Wow, that's pretty cool. That thing, dude, playing tennis will fucking make you sweat. Komodo is in like dragon. That's I a guess fun so. sport. I guess so. Tennis is up, fun. Down, up, up, down, up, cover your mouth. Are tomorrow my kids playing it. Tomorrow my uh, kids playing a tennis tournament. I'm pretty stoked. Proper, proper coaching cues. Up, down, up, cover your mouth. Love what all your short Cuts are Sevy. I believe I saw. That shirt is cool as shit. I have one. Oh, that's good. Thank you. Um. Oh, wh- and when are the crash games? <laughs> crash games. That just that just gave Jr. Just got a hemorrhoid. He did. He didn't like that. <laughs> no, he did not like that. Worse than Sevon calling it the Rogue Classic all year left. Oh year. my God, that's what. Bad. What what did I? The Rogue Invitational is not the Rogue Classic. No. <laughs> oh, you guys are fucking. Petty. It's in two weekends, man. Two weekends. Uh, CrossFit uh, Trials. Crash Crucible. Oh shit! Do you have a website? Local comp fitness event simplified. No, no, that's not it. That's registration. You We're getting new websites made, actually, for the gym and for all the competition pages. So there's not one up for the competition page right now, just Instagram. And uh, have the athletes been picked for this? Yeah, you can go to male roster, female roster right there in the highlights, and you can see it. Yeah, let's scroll through this. No, oh, I like, like that guy, Mark. Great dude. That's a uh, Guido Trinidad. Oh, I know who that is. Is that the guy? Uh, I think I was at the games. What's that guy's name? Marquand Jones. Yeah. Yeah, he's coming. Yeah, he was there oh. last year. Sam Quant, Caleb McClure. He yeah. he was second place in the sixteen seventeen division this year at the games. 
No shit. Yeah. Is he and he's going to compete against dudes like this? Yep. Wow. Uh Lazar Jukic? <laughs> You're Travis funny. Travis uh Williams? Light. Travis Williams. <laughs> Hunter Hunter McIntyre? Oh my fucking god. I love you, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Uh Nicholas Joyal coming out of uh, I didn't know so you can test positive. Oh dude, that's just <laughs> Sam Dancer. Dude, that's your boy. You better say his fucking yeah, name. Yeah, that's Jen. That's Jen's husband, man. The, the go back, the, go back. No real shit. Stuff that's podcast. McDonald's husband. Yep. He is fucking he looks gnarly. How do we how, it's a big wow. boy right there? That's a big boy right there. Look at his abs the size of his pecs. Yeah, I that's a lot today. of dude. I touched his abs today. Did you? Yeah. He got five kids. He smiled at me. Yeah, go to the go to the female roster. You'll you'll recognize some more people there. Oh, there's female, his wife, the Jim McDonald. The female field is pretty deep this year. Pretty deep. Uh, how do I do that? I go click on this. And go Dude, here. I'm volunteering at this event. Savon. Someone of your fame is just going to cause uh, problems there. Who's that? Uh, who's oh, who was that? The fuck up. Who's that? You're, people are going to be trying Alexis to Alexis Johnson, Mayhem Girl. Yeah, wow. and and, and Luke is coming cancer. also. Luke Parker, he'll be competing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no right. shit! Hey, wait a second. Is uh, is this at the games? Yeah, yeah. Brokaz. Oh look, there's Angelo back there. That's the high she's jumping right behind her. Luke Parker. Who's this? She's a long. She's a vet. Brooke Peregrine, but Brooke Haas is how you know her probably. Uh, that was Emily Bridgers. Stop. Uh, Icelandic girl. African. What's her name? Michelle Basnet. That is right there. Yeah, click on her. Click on her handle. From Africa. Oh yeah, I recognize her. I I just have never seen her with her clothes on. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Jesus Christ! Uh, what? I follow her on Instagram. <laughs> what? Uh, who's that? Uh, Steph Green, she was a team games athlete last year. There's a lot of really, really good females coming. It, it, sh- it should be good competition for both sides. God. A lot of good teams, too. Who does this? Who does your Instagram? I, I made all these posts, but Rick does all the cool videos if you actually want to see some good work. These are just Did- like my fifth grade posts. Yeah, but it's a yeah, shitload it's of work great. to make all these to make all these highlights. I don't even know how to do that. Hey, is Amy Kringle coming? No. She's from the Isle of Man. You have any foreigners? <laughs> do you have any foreigners at your event, JR? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't think there are any international people coming. Jesus. <laughs> This is going to be cool. Uh, speaking of being critical of people not streaming. I thought you had that Mexican team that competed last year. You're not streaming, right, JR? There's going to be no no way for anyone to see we, it? We, we are, when we get off here, we're going to talk about how we want to do that. David, okay. the guy from Apogee, really wants to do it. And he's pretty good on you know with StreamYard and gimbals and all that kind of stuff. So we, we still want to try to make it happen. That sounds like okay. a sex toy. Hey, did you get that picture I sent the group? 
long time ago, like a few nights ago, maybe last weekend. I don't know, but I'm going to send you something if you're not careful. The VersaFuck? <laughs> Dude, someone <laughs> sent me this crazy shit today. Dude, I fucking died when I saw that. <laughs> I need to get one of these for the barn. Uh, okay, guys, I will. Um... Oh, yeah, Michelle Basnett. She's a foreigner. She's from Africa. Oh, yeah, and she follows you. Oh, that's crazy. Really? That is crazy. What's wrong with her? Okay, uh, we will be doing, so uh, it sounds like we will be doing, as soon as Rogue starts putting out um, events, we'll start um, talking about them. Do you have any predictions for that, JR? Rogue events? Yeah. I don't even know. I don't. I got, I got some things that I think we might see. Okay, maybe we'll do a, a, a pre-Rogue. Who, who's, their, who's their programmer? Last year was Josh and Rich tested. Yeah, I think um, this year the the two. I think there's a, a couple guys doing it, from what I've heard, that have just that are guys that have just been in the game for a really really long time. Maybe not names you would necessarily know right who off the bat, they? like former games athletes, but people who have been involved in different levels at the CrossFit Games and other big competitions and have a lot of experience um, on that Do, side. Would I know so, them? I, I don't know their names. So that's just kind of what I was told. Okay. I just text uh, Josh and said, are you programming Rogue again? Rich on Spieler last year, apparently. Melissa. Okay. Uh, guys, thank you everyone for tuning in. You guys were great. Great show. Uh, we will uh, get another show, programming show on the schedule ASAP. Thank you. Bye.